The views expressed on the previous programs are those of the host, guests, and It callers. may be ludicrous, but I'd rather hear that crap than uh, Kirk Jerk Street, I'll tell you that. The biggest he is ludicrous. The best talent. You're you know listening what I mean? to Sports Radio what do you mean? 560 WQAM. I mean, how's Joe Sixpack doing, huh? Joe Sixpack's going out and having a brew with Sarah. Tonight's the night, baby. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Let's move the clock ahead a few hours. 560 WQAM presents the Neil Rogers Show. I bet you old McCain is talking wild, Dial bloody diarrhea right now. We'll have all day long. Day <laughs> In other counties, call toll-free 877-785-NEAL or pound 560 on your AT&T. The opinions expressed dumb. by Neil, his guests, not or his colleagues do not represent those of WQAM management, staff, no. or sponsors. No, 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 now, no. the Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. Tell him, Barack. Well, anyway, it's 10.02 at 560 WQAM. Happy uh, Thursday to you, October 3rd. Thank you. Oh, brother. It's going to be quite a day today. It's going to be a long Thursday. I can smell it. Why? Mm, I don't know. Well, it started out kind of uh, screwed up. We had a fuse blow oh. down there in the QM studio. The fuse did yes, blow. Yes, we were confused. And so I could hear George this morning, but he couldn't hear me. I was speeding to my uh, TV That's stuff, right. but you couldn't hear it. Nope. That's that's just maddening, you know. And then, of course, George pulling the old, same old stuff. Oh, we'll check your this and uh, re-boot re uh, this. and re You know that if we call an engineer without doing everything that we can do on well, our end. Well, it was all fine on this end, okay? There's nothing wrong with my end. Rectum. That's not what I heard. Well, trust me, my end is just fine for an old goat. So we found out who died. Somebody just emailed me that. By the way, the emails are dead as a doornail this morning. I don't know what's going on. Don't tell me this is going to be the day the email died. And for that right-wing goofball that sent me this stuff, see, I made a mistake. And I replied to this idiot. 
And then he sends me another one this morning, using my real last name. You know, like, well, congratulations, you know my name. Right off the bat, I should have deleted it as soon as I saw that. Yeah, big deal. Good thing they don't know my real name. Mr. Big Shot. You, you, you know, you stick with your uh, right-wing fascism and continue, uh, you know, deluding yourself into believing that you're a great... Oh, and uh, he signed it with the name, and a, a proud South Floridian. Well, if you're proud to be in South Florida, well, that says it all. That tells me what I need to know. You know what the translation of that is? What? Oh. That, that's like Sarah and her Joe six-pack. Same thing. She is dumber than sawdust, man. <laughs> you notice that, huh? Dumber than sawdust. How long I mean, did it Katie take you? Kirk, Katie Kirk has thrown her marshmallows, and she can't even catch them, much less roast them. God. Tossing her. Like, what? where do you get your news? What magazines do you read? Uh, all of them. All of them. She can't give a direct answer to anything. <laughs> what Supreme Court decision, other than Roe v. Wade, uh, do you disagree with? Ah, uh, well, there's so many, uh, like Roe v. Wade... This was John McCain's first serious decision, like any other candidate, you know, selecting the running mate. And he picked this trailer trash dumbass bitch. That should tell you about his judgment. Curmudgeon, nasty, hostile, mean-tempered old man. That's him. Tonight's the big night. Tonight's the debate. Palin Biden. Joe Biden ought to chew her up and spit her out like chewing tobacco. Ugh. Why do guys chew tobacco? Can you answer me that question? What, what's that all about? I don't know. You put a pinch between your gum and cheek, a pinch, yeah, pinch this. For effect. For effect? Yeah. What kind of effect? For like a turn-off effect? I mean, can you imagine, can you imagine, you know the breath of like smoker's mm-hmm. breath. I don't have to imagine. Can you imagine the breath of guys that chaw tobacco? I've known many. You have? Sure. In Montana, everybody has a pinch. Oh, in Montana, well, that, sure. that's a and that's in North a Carolina, breed. it's different that's tobacco. Jo- that's Joe Eight Pack in that's Montana. The, uh, it's the baseball player, big old wad of chaw in North Carolina. Well, we got some bad news to get you started. Mister Clean is dead. Oh no, who? House Peters Jr. dead at ninety-two. I mean, up until this time, I never heard his name until he croaked. House Peters Jr., a TV actor who became the original Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, in Procter & Gamble's commercials for household cleaners, died Wednesday, and yesterday was 92. That's plenty old enough. 92. He died of pneumonia at the Motion Picture and Television Fund Hospital in L.A., said his son, John Peters. The elder Peters' most memorable role came as Mr. Clean, a muscular man with a bald head, a hoop earring, and a no-nonsense. I thought Mr. Clean was like a cartoon character. Eventually. And a no-nonsense attitude toward dirt and grime. From the late 1950s into the early 60s, Peters Jr. helped advertise the famous household cleaner with the trademark jingle, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Peters Jr. played many supporting roles through his career, including working with Roy Rogers and Gene Autry on their TV shows. He also appeared in Perry Mason, Gunsmoke, The Twilight Zone, and Lassie. Lassie, here, girl. Lassie must have been really confused because they kept calling Lassie a girl, and I think that the dogs that played Lassie were all guys. Right. Didn't I read that somewhere? Yes, you did. I wonder if Lassie knew John's, Joe, Joe, uh, John Sixpack. He always played the heavy, John Peter said, referring to his father's customary roles as a villain or brawny character. Brawny. Arr. One thing to have Mr. Clean, but it's another thing to have a role of brawny handy. I wonder if Rosie's dead. Yeah, she's dead. The quicker picker-upper. Was that Bounty? Yes. Yes. Oh. Well, what are you chiming in for? She was, that's a long time ago. 
Even so. though he wasn't happy about being cast in those roles, he really worked hard at it, said John. His father's acting career spanned 1935 to 67. He also wrote an autobiography, Another Side of Hollywood, which he describes growing up the son of an actress and silent film actor in Beverly Hills. His father, Robert House Peters Sr., has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Never heard of him, did you? Nope. Robert House Peters Sr.? But in my house. Not to be confused with Joe Marsh Jr. and Ray Fisher Jr.? Peters Jr. was never a leading man, but played... And Wally McElmurray Jr.? Never a leading man, but played many character parts in cowboy movies. Won, won a Golden Boot Award in 2000 for his lifetime contribution to the Western genre. He was born in New Rochelle, New York, and is survived by his wife, a daughter, another son, and four grandchildren. He's dead. 92 is plenty old enough. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr... You know, isn't it amazing how television... I mean, music... Is in your brain. You know, the music you grew up with and the music of right. your life. But television is so much more because it's not just audio, it's a visual. Correct. But so much of the audio from TV, the jingles, mm-hmm. like Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, oh, yeah. you know, like that. Call for Philip Morris. That's before you were born when they used to advertise faggots on TV. I've seen those old uh, newsreels. Call for Philip Morris. Hey, Johnny. His name was Johnny, I think. You know, he had this really bizarre outfit on. He looked kind of gay, if you ask me. Here's a uh, email. We're not getting mail. Well, I haven't checked it here since we came on, but it's looking pretty grim. If we don't get a million of them today, I'm not going to be in here tomorrow. In fact, I'm not going to be here tomorrow anyway. George is going to be here with Flea tomorrow. No, no uh, fat Chris and no fat Neil. Nope. It's a no fat Friday tomorrow. And that's and and I know Zach's starting with that singing crap again with that rap garbage. Like, uh, gotta, gotta move up and not down. That was the beginning of the end for our morning show, and he won't stop now. Well, it's ludicrous is in the house. I don't give a crap. That's ludicrous, if you ask me. Ludicrous is in the house. So, am I supposed to get excited about that? Of course. For shizzle. Yeah, shizzle my uh, whizzle. Your whizzle? Yeah. My nizzle. A a bizzle. Holly says, I was taking my usual morning walk wearing my Obama 08 t-shirt. An old gentleman was walking toward me, stopped and asked, why Obama? I told him that I wanted a president with a vision for the future, not one who'd repeat mistakes of the past. I wanted a president who was calm and cool under pressure, not a hot-headed, ill-tempered blowhard. I told him that I wanted a president who put the people first, not one who was in bed with lobbyists. I wanted a president who thought enough of this country uh, that he chose a second-in-command who would actually take over for him. And I was a beat. told him I wanted a president who would get us out of Iraq sooner than later, or not at all. I told him that I wanted a president who was self-confident, not one with delusions of grandeur and bloated self-importance. I told him I wanted Barack Obama to be president. I told that man to have a nice day and continue my walk. I hope he got his answer. Well, nice work there, Holly. Good good going. You go, girl. Maybe the guy was Joe Sixpack. She talks like an absolute moron. And anybody out there, male, female, neuter, who, who defends this bimbo, this silly-ass bitch who is buying this act, has got to be done. And I was saying with uh, Chris, we were discussing this while you were out doing a Joyce. The reason so many people gravitated toward George W. Bush was because he was dumber than they were, or at least they felt that way. Yeah. And the same thing with her. She, it's, it's the dumb factor. That's what's attractive. She's not bright. She's not smart. She's not intellectual. She doesn't read. She's not curious. She's got no clue where anything in the world is. She's, you know... Up until a year ago, she never even had a freaking passport. Hey, she knows where Russia is. It's right over there. Oh, yeah, she can see it right off her window. And Poontang was flying over one day, and he 
opened the window of the plane and yelled out, Hey, Sarah, I want to come aboard. She said, Thanks, but no thanks. He reared his ugly head. When she, when she says that, Thanks, but no thanks, it just it makes me want to just crawl under the bed and never come out. How anybody can take this bitch seriously just is way beyond me. But nevertheless, TV is uh, peddling her, too. In the beginning, boy, they were peddling her. I'd rather have Tina Fey running. At least she's got a sense of humor. What magazines, what newspapers, where do you all get your of information? Them. Oh, you know, whatever they oh, put in front of, of me. Yeah, all of them. Whatever the question is, it's, oh, all of them. Never a specific answer on anything. I think that she's been schooled to do that. Just give glittering generalities. Uh, well, what day of the week it is? Well, one of the good ones, you know. What time is your speed? Oh, I don't know. Uh, when Joe Sixpack puts his feet up on the uh, uh, thing. Uh, wow. Providing the funding our automakers need to retool their factories, make fuel efficient, and alternative fuel, uh, alternative fuel cars and trucks. We've made some progress. We've got some guar loan guarantees passed out of Congress, but we're going to need the next administration to push this through fast, to be firm, to be serious, to not wait six years before he meets with the auto leaders in this state. We need somebody who's engaged and focused on making sure that the... Is he engaged? I thought he was married. 1013 at 560 WQAM. No portion of this program may be reproduced. Anybody have a heart or a liver? No. I am Mohawk with the David, decrepit and I'm ancient. All over my old face are blue with reddish purple veins. I don't know why they hate me, or why they always rape me. It must be because I got these blue and reddish purple veins. A vein pop on my arm like a Rand McNally map one. I got veins on my nose, nobody knows that under my clothes I wear pantyhose. But that don't mean that I'm gay. If you think my arms are bad, you ought to see my legs. I might as well keep them smooth and shaved to show a little class the next time I'm raping it. I could go to a surgeon, but that gives me the shivers. I would not want to walk out looking like Joan Rivers. But where am I here? I fired the beast, the fat little freak. I did him a favor, now he can't afford to eat. The reason I dismissed that stinking fat bastard is because he wouldn't shut up and he can't play canasta. <laughs> Hey, somebody talking over there. Nobody talks when I rap. I rap, then you talk. Hey, look at me. I'm hip, hip. I ain't no square. I'm a ding-dong daddy, man. I'm really dead. I fire anyone I want. I don't care. Especially if they make me flip my wig made of smelly green hair. I got fired myself. It even happens to the greats. Westwood once said, you get out of here or else we break your legs. So now I sit by the pool. Life's as good as it gets. With my paladin cocktail, placing bets on the jets. In paradise. Paradise. I don't kiss nobody's ass in paradise. I'll be slipping down the spookins when I get the chance. But the cleaners aren't ready with my lime green pants. How long does it take? Kelly calling complaint. It was just a little thought, so what I left this day. Hey, you think that's funny? Want a knuckle sandwich, buddy? I can do what I want, because the management loves me. Can I tell you something, Mo? Something you ought to know. For the longest time, I wanted you to be my own. You ain't my type, pal. Now I'm straight. Hell no. What are you doing? I don't take no for an answer. Well, get out of here. Come on. Not you. Get out of there. Get up, bitch. Do the door. 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 Do the door.
1019 at 560 WQAM. Happy Thursday to you. Who are the uh, Canes playing this week, Chris? That would be FSU. Oh, that's right. It's the FSU game. Excuse me. I had a brain fart there. That's going to be another loss for the Canes. What are you talking about? If they could lose to a girls' school last week without their quarterback, they could lose to anybody. You'll see. And the fish, where the fish playing? San Diego. Oh, that's right. The charges. Oh, that's going to be ugly. Woo! Okay, I changed the poll. Is that okay, Fatso? No, I want you to go back to it. Too late. We had 1,012 votes on the previous poll. And George and Chris, uh, they, they pulled off a, a last-minute win. Chris had nothing to do with it. Like that I said, George. George pulled it out of, like a rabbit out of his ass. What was the best acting performance by a singer? I like food won the poll 160. It was a very late edition right at sure. the end of the show. It moved But I like fast. food beat them all. And you know what? I never got a chance to vote for it, not even once. Well, you didn't have to. Uh-uh. It won hands down your pantaloonies. Frank Sinatra, from here to eternity in Manchurian Candidate, which is just totally inane that, uh, you know, that Sean put on two of them for the price of one. 139 for Sinatra, and that's because there's two movies listed. Stupid. Mark Wahlberg, Boogie Nights, 97. Share for Moonstruck, 68. I like the sequel better, Cock Moonstruck. Bette Midler, The Rose, 54. Dwight Yoakam, Sling Blade, 43. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube, Boys in the Hood, 38. Ludacris, who's in the house. Yo, yo. Crash, 36. You know, that whole business like in football, he takes it to the house. That is, if there's anything that makes my skin crawl, that kind of crap is where it's at. Takes it to the house. Oh, my God. What kind of swill is that? I bet you, uh, I bet you uh, Chris likes that. Huh? Takes it to the house. That's like, uh, you know, Manny goes yard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Manny goes yard. Sammy goes yard. And Ricky goes nuts because Ricky's got the urge. He's trying to resist the urge to light up. That's right. Smoke a big fat one. Take the Herald and roll up that baby and just light it up right. like a Hanukkah bush. And they're done that. Uh, I'm sure recently. Just this morning. Eminem, 8 Mile, 32. Let me say it again. Stay out of Detroit. If you've got a half a brain, stay far away from Detroit. That's about the only negative thing beside the damn wintertime here is being too close to Detroit. And it's about 300 miles away, I guess. I don't know. Not far enough. Don't go anywhere near Detroit. Don't even go to Windsor. Don't go to London, Ontario. And definitely do not go to Ishpeming, Michigan, or Ypsilanti. Neil Diamond, the jazz singer, 29. Jared Leto, Requiem for a Dream, 24. Hey, Jared, how's he doing? Haven't seen him in nothing lately. I haven't seen him in a long time. Maybe he's busy with his music. Maybe. What's the name of the band? 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, yeah. Tina Turner, Beyond Thunderdome, 24. Queen Latifah, Chicago, 24. Boy, there's a lot of them on here. We were just getting inundated with crap. It was like like the uh, pole building on the phone, you know. I got one for the pole, and then that was it. That's all we had all day yesterday. Burl Lives, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, 23. Al Martino, The Godfather. Al Martino, Johnny Fontaine. You can act like a man. What's the matter with you? 19. Harry Connick Jr., Copycat, 18. Courtney Love, The People vs. Larry Flint, 17. I can't believe you haven't seen that. Sorry. you got to see it. Okay. Because one thing about America, this isn't brand new, this fascism under Bush. They just carried it, you know, they just extended it further than it ever has been before. But the idea that anybody can be outspoken and really um, Larry Flint, they, they took care of him pretty well. 
Yeah. He's not uh, sounding too good. Uh, Liza Minnelli for Arthur 17. Hey, Liza. Have another uh, belt, Liza. She's just, I don't know. Just like Mommy, another fag hag. Maybe it runs in a family. Jennifer Hudson, Dream Girl 16. Barbara Streisand, What's Up Doc 16. David Bowie, The Man Who Fell to Earth 14. Diana Ross, Mahogany 14. Madonna, Dick Tracy 12. Elvis Presley, Charro 12. The idea that anybody would vote for Elvis for best acting performance by anything alive is just so. Bing Crosby, The Bells of St. Mary's, 10. Kenny Rogers, The Gambler, 10. I told you Kenny Rogers was sitting across from me at my table at Pompano Park one night. Very quietly. I forget who he was with. He was not with the Dolly Parton. Was he with his brother who looks just like him? I don't know. But he was, you know, gambling a little bit. And also uh, Jim Leland was there one night. Remember Jim Leland, Chris, former manager of the your, for your Florida Marlins? Yep, chain smoker. And a big gambler, big plunger. Mac Davis, North Dallas 40, 10. Levon Helm, the right stuff, 7. Chris Christofferson, Heaven's Gate, 7. Bette Midler, down Mountain Beverly Hills, 6. Dean Martin, the Young Lions, 6. Jerry Reed, the Survivors, 4. Art Garfunkel, Carnal Knowledge, uh, Carnal Knowledge 3. And Sting and the Bride, 3. Wow, 1,012 votes. Got a very important email here now. From Jolly Joe Bell, who's changed his name since the first two fake ones, which were sent, what, from New Mexico? Well, from New Mexico. Now he's got a new email address, jolly.joe.bell at gmail.com. <laughs> oh. Mr. Rogers, how are you, Neil? I'm emailing you this address because this is a matter that needs immediate attention. We've received a cease and desist order from Mr. Howard David Edid's lawyer. They are suing Clear Channel for slander and defecation of character. Please stop immediately. Don't, don't test me, Niels. You know I'm avuncular and in the know. Sincerely, Jolly Raleigh, Joe. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 it says. Avuncular and in the know. Defecation of character. Well, it sounds appropriate to me. Yeah, it looked like uh, that one hair piece he had looked like somebody defecated on his head. I wonder who the doctor was who performed the surgery on his head. <laughs> when's Geldy on again I sure missed that squeakmeister not when's that little pipsqueak going to be on again let me look at the weekend schedule I think no, I've seen him in a while that's a good point really Geldy maybe they couldn't they Sunday couldn't night I it. think well let me take a puke um I don't see Sunday night no, I don't see his name anywhere Sunday night Sunday night on what oh that's right QAM primetime with Geldy 7.30 to 10 on Sunday night that's a good time for him because anybody else would be, you know, watching 60 Minutes or getting late or doing something constructive, having a great dinner. And we got Geldy on Sunday night. Fate worse than death. Got a few emails here and uh, this unctuous quizzling. I thought you said uh, something about uh, Elway. No, I never said nothing about Elway. I said that some queen went out there to see him play in Denver. Some queen who used to be a big hurricane fan. Biggest names. I want to see this kid Elway. I want to squeeze his jock. That's what you think. The fourth leader. Oh, God. Justice. Cross-examination in O.J. Simpson's robbery and kidnapping trial today. Simpson said he was only trying to recover stolen personal property. Listen to what he said. I just want the knife that I killed Nicole and Ron with. Did I say that out loud? I meant to say, I just want that small dainty butter knife I used to butter my crumpets with. 
Oh, my favorite bloodstains. Celebrity justice. 1030 at 560 WQAM, whatever it is. It's October the 2nd. Did I say October 3rd? I'm sure I did. And, of course, immediately I got a hate email from Brandon. Not the regular Brandon, not that one. Brandon LaFave, probably another phony name. Send all the emails with all the phony names you want. Oh, yeah. Be my guest. Jolly Joe, uh, Raleigh, uh, Jolly Joe, all those others. Keep them coming. The fake Roger Magdalene, remember that yesterday? Sure do. So this Brandon LaFave, probably a frog with a phony name. Hey, Neil, first of all, it's October 2nd, you senile old fool. By the way, I heard you talking about Freddie Mercury yesterday. So he got the, uh, you know, the joke about Freddie Mercury, the sick joke, which I'm not going to read on the air. Um, keep up the mediocre show while the diabetes eats away at your already decrepit body. Have a good one, Neil. <laughs> and I wrote back, I love you too, loser. You're an idiot, Brandon, whoever you are. But thanks for listening. Yeah. Decrepit as I am. That, that's the thing that really cracks me up. All the negatory people, they are there like clockwork, man. They wouldn't miss a second. And just waiting for me to respond. Ordinarily, I wouldn't read that, but since we have such a dearth of stuff on there today. Oh, for the uh, new poll. Let me get to the new poll. It's already 1032. We've only got three hours and 20 minutes to kill. 56 votes on the new poll. Not too shabby. How about adding engaging in buggery to the poll? It isn't still... Isn't it still illegal? In, uh, in a lot Florida? of states, yeah. And I think Florida is one of them. Florida is one of them. Buggery. Sure. Boy, Put it, it on sure there. bugs me. Well, anyway, the new poll is, uh, not including drug or alcohol offenses, I break the law most often by blank. Speeding, 27. Downloading music or video illegally, 10. Not wearing a seatbelt, 10. I put that on there because when I'm in Florida, I don't wear a seatbelt. Here I wear one religiously because they're really persnickety about it here. But when I'm in Florida, I never wear a seatbelt. I refuse. Now, why do you think that is? I don't know. I don't want to. Right. I hate I hate seatbelts. But here I don't mind. I'm used to it by now. I never break any law of six. Yeah, likely story. Having sex in public, three. Not picking up dog poop, three. Running red lights, one. Littering, one. Carrying a weapon, illegally, none. Smoking in non-smoking areas, none. Out of the first 61 vote. On the brand new poll. But from Bugsy. Thanks, Bugsy. 68 votes now, speeding 28. Michael says to add this one, tax evasion, but not me personally, of course, he says. Tax evasion, get that on there, puppy. Whatever happened to Tubby Boots, he's still dead? Yeah. I'll be damned. Maybe his body got eaten away, ravaged by uh, diabetes. And then Unctuous Quizzling, did you see Jicka's blog post about footy? Yeah, read it on the air, Unctuous, get with it. Talked about it at length. Read a whole bunch of the comments off of there, too. Footy got canned at IOD. Big deal. Jimmy Crack Corn, too. And he sends me an article about John Elway. Why would anybody care about this? Denver Broncos Hall of Fame quarterback John Elway is engaged to a former Oakland Raiders cheerleader. The Rocky Mountain News reported that the two-time Super Bowl winner proposed to 41-year-old Paige Green during a trip to Italy last week. Elway told the newspaper he was looking forward to a long life together with Green. The 48-year-old Elway was previously married to Janet Elway for 18 years. They got four children. Elway met Green during a celebrity golf tournament three years ago. And rumor has it that they're doing the old in and out, in and out, in and out. That, that's the rumor. I could be wrong, though. And Unctuous starts out, I thought you said John Elway was, and I'm sure he's thinking Yay. like that. But I never said that, nor did I ever imply that. I said that the guy from UM, not from UM, but the big UM groupie, gave me that line about, oh, I want to go, I'm going to Denver, I want to see this Elway kid. 
Now, what kind of a person Gay. says that, no matter how much of a jock sniffer you might be? Gay. No heterosexual male flies from Miami to Denver to see Gay. some uh, kid play college football. That's back when he was in... Or no, it wouldn't have been college. It would have been uh, the Broncos. Well, whatever. Am I right, Chris? Correct. That would be like saying I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go travel to uh, South Bend to see Brady Quinn. I want to see this kid play. Yeah, you want to play with this kid is what you're trying to say. I should use the guy's name on the air. His first name was John, by the way. I'm not going to use his last name. He's a big UM groupie. I found out a lot of those UM groupies were gay queens. Michael also says maybe if they put the newspapers on the bedroom ceiling around her headboard, meaning Sarah, she'd read more. She seems to have spent a lot of time on her bed on her back or maybe facing the headboard. He also says the poll numbers for Obama are looking very good, but it's still close enough to steal. No, it really isn't. Not right now. He's winning Florida and even Virginia. He's got an 11-point lead in Virginia which hasn't voted Democratic since LBJ in 1964. Virginia, way ahead, Obama, way ahead in the battleground states. He's got a good lead in Florida, Ohio, Pennsylvania, 15-point lead. What's not to like? Here's another fake, fake email. Neil, it's your buddy Paul Castronova. Ron and I were sitting here fingering each other in the studio, wondering what the weather's like up there in Toronto. Cold, sunny and cold, baby. Love you, Paulie. P.S. Toast says... Do, 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 do. Toast. Is he back? Is he on that show again? He's over with, uh, yeah, Paul and Ron. Now, let's see. Toast? Who am I confusing him with? I don't Who's know. The other, other one name. Omelette? Omelette. That's it. Omelette. Whatever happened to Omelette? I don't know. I always confuse him with breakfast burrito. Oh. I confuse him with I like food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Omelette. He kind of vanished, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. So Toast keeps uh, reappearing huh? after he screwed up the uh, Kenny and Blow morning show. That could have been a great show, like with different hosts and different material. Other than that. Other than that, it yeah, was different just subject, dynamite. Yeah. It was caca, man. Crap. Kenny and Blow morning show. And these people are writing me stuff like this Brad, uh, whatever his name was, Brandon guy. Oh, it's October. Oh, you made a mistake. You're like from the Mike Rosenthal school of I Have No Life. Oh, George sent me something. What did you send me? Picture. A oh, picture of what? Somebody sent me that, so I'm sending it to you. Oh, now i got to open up the attachment and all that uh, stuff. It should be right there. You know, you just scroll down. There it is. Oh, it's it. Sarah, Vice President for Dummies. That's cute. I sent it to the website, too, just in case you uh, want to put it up cute. there. That's cute. Yeah, get it on there. Get it on. You forgot an obvious one. Using pot or other illegal drugs. Well, I hate to break the news to you, Shirley. The poll says not including drugs or alcohol offenses. I break the law most often by, but thanks anyway, Shirley. God. Jesus, God. You made a mistake. You made a mistake. That's the world, man. Just looking to find your uh, Achilles heel. Or your Achilles Rectum. ass. You made a mistake. You left one out the pole. It's so obvious. We also left off I Love Food. You want to put that on there? <laughs> no. We could put something else just as stupid. Yeah, we'll come up with something later. I don't wear a hat. I'm a Joe Sixpack. There you go. Seriously, when she starts hawking a chinic about Joe yeah. Sixpack, I just, I want a caca, man. I just want to take a big dump right on my sofa. God. And Tommy T., who's been listening to me since 77 at WNWS, 
which is interesting because I didn't go to WNWS till 78. But nevertheless, maybe Tommy is psychic. Tommy T. He says, is there any decent news shows anymore? MSNBC, Oberman on and on with six-pack Sarah. Oberman's great. I watched him in his entirety last night. And then what's-her-name came on? Rachel Maddow. Dow. Then after that, his illeg- Ill- illegitimate son, Rachel, Tommy says. Enough already. We all know, with the exception of uh, McCain, that Sarah blows. CNN, pooper blows. Luke can't get the leaf blower out of his ass. And Mr. Blitzer is gone, maybe for good. Mr. Blitzkrieg ain't gone. He even worked on Russia Shona, Wolf Blitzkrieg. How do you like that? Boy, talk about going to burn in hell. Let's get this thing with, all over with already, says Tommy T. Go Obama. Tommy, you need some you need some medication is what you need. George can help you out. Okay. 102 votes on the new poll. Not too shabby there. In fact, maybe we'll change it and put a different one on before the end of the show. What do you think? Do it. Oh, and George has got to come up with a poll for tomorrow. And he'll you'll leave this on all weekend. Biggest name. The best talent. Yes. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the Mad Dog, Jim Mandich. Afternoons, 4 to 7. Sports right. Radio 560 QAM. The sports, sports leader. Just tell me what your problem is. If Scott had a ball and took a hit, then would he act like Cheech and Chong? Absolutely. And get the munchies and make brownies filled with hash. And would he share it with Jesus and the saints? Those pious potheads And yeah, yeah Heart is great And yeah, yeah Heart is good And yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah What if God smokes cannabis? Smoking pot like one of us How come cheat on taxes isn't on the pool? I, didn't we? Uh, oh, we ought to put her on there. Come on, Fatso, get with it. So Brandon Lafave, another phony name, is just he's going to be one of these um, chronics, which is fine. Keep him coming, Brandon. It's Achilles tendon, not Achilles heel. Wrong. Wrong. He's talking about apples. I'm talking about oranges. When you have a weak spot, it's your Achilles. Heel, correct. Not your Achilles tendon. Correct. We Achilles have an Achilles tendon. Is like tendon. an injury, a right. jock injury. Okay. Right. Just to prove your own senility, Neil, you really should settle down. You don't want to have a diabetic episode. I heard Canadian EMS isn't that great. What? What is that? EMS. Mer- uh, emergency services. Emergency oh. medical services. Wow, he heard. Don't want to have a diabetic episode. Oh, Neil's getting all rattled and upset. Yeah, we were talking about that before the show today. 
some of you people out there that think we give a crap about what you think about these stupid emails and phone yeah. calls. Oh, yeah, that's what my life is all about is these emails and the phone calls. Think of the amount of time that guy took writing that email, that long ass. Uh, he might as well have been shouting into a coffee can. Now, which one are you talking about? The guy that sent me the thing Mr. last B. night? Helfer. Mr. B. Helfer. Yeah. Oh, congratulations to that right-wing loser, by the way. You know my real last name. Congratulations. Woo. You're an idiot. And how come you're talking so much about Sarah Palin? She's not running. Yeah, she ought to be running. She ought to be running right across the Aleutian Islands. Hip, Hippity-hopping. Maybe she could meet Joe Sixpack and Vladimir Puntang on the other side. Paul takes the time to send to me, You made a mistake. You made a mistake. Which I didn't make this mistake. I make a lot of mistakes. Elway went to Stanford. Now, didn't I say that this queen from UM was going to Denver? Yes. Yes. And why was he going to Denver? Where did John Elway play in the NFL? He played in the Denver Broncos. Broncos. That's right. So he wasn't going to go see him play in college. He was going to see him play in his uh, like first year in the NFL or whatever it was. You made a mistake. You made a mistake. Yeah, you're having a diabetic episode. Yeah. The love. Feel the love. Can't you feel the love from South Florida? And that idiot the last night with a long email. Oh, pr- uh, s- proud to be a South Floridian. Well, you know something? You fit in like a glove right in somebody's... Rectum. Oh, my God. It wouldn't surprise me if that's where you got your finger now, in your own ass. God. Just keep them coming. Keep all the hate spewing, baby. Keep all the fake emails. It's great. Because the one good thing about this, you can pick and choose. Oh, it's somebody else died? Also dead from my childhood TV commercial days, says somebody. Paul. Jan Miner, Madge, Palmolive Commercials, you're soaking in it. Oh, yeah, Madge, mm-hmm. you're soaking in it. That green mung. Nancy Walker, Rosie and the Bounty Commercials, the quicker picker-upper. Dick Wilson, Mr. Whipple, Charmin Commercials, please don't squeeze the Charmin. Basically a bunch of busybodies. Moi, that's you, it says. Moi. Well, that what was sweet. That They're blowing you a kiss. Paul is blowing me a kiss? Yes, he is. He loves hey, you. Hey, Paulie, blow this. Let's see. Now, what is this? Links. I don't want links. Okay? Daisy Lee Myers in Miami Beach sent me a link. I don't want it. It's a video. It's a YouTube. I don't want it. I don't got time for it. Oh, here's a cute one. Somebody standing uh, in front of Wall Street with a big sign that says, Jump, you effers. That's cute. Yeah. I like that. The Dow, by the way, is down over 200 points. They are not impressed the last night. They're, they're waiting for the house tomorrow. If the House don't pass it tomorrow, it's going to be a bloodbath, baby. It's going to be, I would run for the hills if I were you. If, if I were dumb enough to have money in stocks, which I once upon a time did, and I will never do it again. Here's one from Mr. Davided, another fake from Howard Davided. I've listened to some of your show today. You're continuing to make fun of me after Joe Bell and my lawyer have instructed you not to. This is unacceptable. As you've heard by now... I'm suing you for defecation of character. I don't want to sue you, Neil. I love you so much, and you let me eat all of your pizza. But I feel that I must because I can't find a job because of you. I'm willing to let this lawsuit slide if you send me a check for $100,000 within the next week. If you don't write this check within the next week, then me and my hairpiece will see you in court. Love, Mr. David. (laughs) Now, see, that's the kind of stuff. P.S. Geldy is very upset with you as well, you fat Jew bastard. Good. Now, that's classic. That's a keeper. Right? Indeed it is. It's good stuff. It's better than that uh, Brandon Lefebvre or whatever his name is. Speaking mm. of Brandon, where the hell is Brandon? Don't uh, pop on there, Brandon. Maybe I got my aim closed. I don't know. Yeah. You need to improve your aim. No. 
You got me confused with Peter North. Joey P- Pinto. Oh, Joey Pinto Reynolds. Another fake email. I am that hemorrhoid with my nose up Neil's ass, it says. Well, let's see. Let me let me print this one out. It's fairly long. It might be worth uh, reading. At least we didn't get anything from Bill Marshall yet. Yet. And, and that's it. There, there's uh, links. I don't want links. If I wanted links, I'd go uh, get breakfast sausages, okay? I'd, I'd get some snossages. Cannabis is less harmful than drinking or smoking, says a new report. A research charity today calls for a serious rethinking of drug policy. This is in London. The Beckley Foundation, a charity which members which numbers senior experts and other academics among its advisors, said banning cannabis has no impact on supply and turns users into criminals, like George. Criminal. Oh, yeah. Although cannabis can have a negative impact on health, including mental health, in terms of relative harms, it's considerably less harmful than alcohol or tobacco, says the report by the Foundation's Global Cannabis Commission. The government is pressing for cannabis to be reclassified in law as a Class B drug compared with its current less serious Class C classification. The Brits, those silly-ass Brits, and that Gordon Brown knows. Authorities are concerned notably by the growing prevalence of the potent skunk form of the drug. About 80% of cannabis seizures are of this strain, said to be linked to mental health problems, official figures show. Skunk. You ever smell skunk? Oh, All the time. I bet. Just this morning. El Stinko. The Beckley Foundation, a charitable trust, claimed only two deaths worldwide have been attributed to cannabis, while alcohol and tobacco used together kill an estimated 150,000 people in Britain alone. Many of the harms associated with cannabis use are the result of the prohibition itself, especially the social harms arising from arrest and imprisonment, it said. It's only through a regulated market we can better protect young people from the ever more potent forms of dope, it added. The decision to reclassify cannabis upwards into the more punitive Class B category, which includes amphetamines, is a U-turn for the labor government. Cannabis was downgraded from Class B when Tony Blair was prime minister, but Gordon Brown announced a review of its status soon after taking over in June last year. An earlier review of the cannabis classification at the time of the last 2005 general election resulted in a remaining Class C. C for cannabis. S for skunk. C for crap. How are we doing on the new poll? Did you put uh, cheating on your taxes on there? Yes. It's 145. Look at that, Virginia. Obama 53, McCain 44. Mm-hmm. Nine-point lead in Virginia. Of all places, Virginia. Right. Redneck heaven, baby. Sure. Here's one that says, Dear Uncle Neil, as if we needed more evidence of Sarah's lack of intelligence and insight, just wanted to share an excerpt of this article I noticed by Jonathan Capehart regarding uh, Judge uh, Sarah's dis- decision, declaration that homosexuality is a choice. Thanks, Paul. Been there, done that. Didn't we do that the other day? Yeah. Yesterday. Yep. Homosexuality. But she's got a good uh, lady friend who's a dyke. Joey Pinto Reynolds, another fake email. It says, good morning, Neil. I was sitting here having a circle jerk with Bill Marshall and Russ Oasis. When I began thinking about the late Cockamoon Lady, was the Cockamoon Lady the same woman who left two classic voicemails in the early 90s, ripping your show? No. The first one went along the lines of, big-time ratings, tell him to stick it up his ass, he'll always have them. Boy, I wish we had that drop, and that was great. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And the second one went along the lines of, I didn't even have to tune in. Heard this show yesterday. Same old belching, same old farting. Come on, Neil, give us a break. That might have been, uh, that wasn't a Cockamoon Lady, though. She loved the show. She wasn't some nasty old bitch. That's right. 
Was this the same person? Do you still have the drops in the system? I think this is a side-by-side comparison of these drop-ins, along with the Kakamon lady, are uh, in order. Right. This also reminds me, do you still have the drop-in of the old WUFI, FIU radio ad, where they were playing a part of your show? First of all, it wasn't WUFI. It was uh, uh, Piper High. What's the station? KPX. KPX. And they were playing part of your show while you were eating in the studio. And the bitch DJ, who probably was Joyce Fitch in her college year, says, if you're sick and tired of listening to fat homosexuals eat on the air, et cetera, et cetera. Ah, the good old days. You know, still hum your old WIOD intro theme while taking a bubble bath with Bill and Russ and my collection of rubber dickies. I have no idea how I'm still alive. You have no idea how miserable I am. The happiest moment of my life was giving you a kiss at Dania Highlight. I was at that moment. It was at that moment I realized who I really am. I am that hemorrhoid with rats in my room and my nose up Neil's ass. Yours untruly and completely insincerely, Joey Pinto Reynolds. Gotta love the emails. Maybe we'll get some real ones today. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? This is Eyewitness News. Among the world leaders gathering at the U.N. General Assembly are Republican Vice Presidential Candidate Sarah Palin and the President of Afghanistan. Listen to what he said. I'm a Muslim. Do you like hockey and do you live in Alaska? Yes. I'm a hockey mom from Alaska. Can you see Russia from Alaska? Yes. You can actually see Russia from land here in Alaska. What is your foreign policy experience? I got involved in the PTA. Quick photo ops with no questions from the media. Very little chance she'll stumble. What is the difference between you and President Bush? Lipstick. Oh, my God. Oh. I Like I said, send me links. Because when these people start expressing their own opinions and their own... Uh, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the calls. We may have to take a whole bunch of calls today. Because the emails are really slim and grim. Neil at neilrogers.com. It's real simple. It's been going great for like two and a half weeks. But, you know, all good things must come to a screeching halt. Didn't I tell you that this morning? That it was uh, slim right. and grim? Well, that's what the Buddha said. A lot of hostility, though. Ah, you've got that diabetes. Ah, you're rotting and dying. Well, I hate to break the news to you, but even if you think you're in the pink of health, you're rotting and dying. It's part of God's plan. Neil, God! The Lord works in mysterious ways. He's going to be around forever, the Lord. But us, we got, you know, 60, 80, 90 years. That's it. 40, 50. Mm-hmm. In fact, Chris's case, if he don't lose some weight, 35, 40. This is from Rick. Who says, this is what got me so agitated. Give me a diabetic stroke. Sarah Palin may be bright, but she displays no intellectual curiosity. Why is not a word she uses. She cannot or does not connect the dots, says Rick. She may be bright. Why would anybody assume that she's bright? Because she can see, a, she can see Russia from her porch with her binoculars? Because she thinks Vladimir Poontang flies over Alaska when he fly when he uh, goes to Washington or New York, which he does not. She's bright. She just can't connect the dots. She's a moron. She's a simpleton. She's a Yahoo trailer trash, is what she is. Rick. WQAM. Hello. 
Babook, 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 well, he got three hours to kill here today, and that's all he gave me was like a quickie. That was him. Yeah, that will, yeah. That was the real Eddie, not Erzatz, not make believe. That was the real Eddie, 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 who's one of our most brilliant callers of all time, as a matter of fact. We used to poo poo Eddie. Actually, he wasn't a caller, he was a voicemailer. Left that on the voicemail. Baboop, baboop, baboop. He was way ahead of his time. <laughs> so Daisy finally, instead of sending me the link, she printed this out for me. David Letterman. See, I don't, I'm not. I don't. I don't need David Letterman's top ten lists. Top ten things overheard at Sarah Palin debate camp. Thanks, Daisy, but I'm not going to uh, steal Letterman's material. Not interested. And Daisy also says, um, "Oh, I see. Something about pro football. No, pro, I don't know what she's talking about. And neither do you, Daisy. Okay, leave it alone." Just leave it alone, Daisy. Have a great day, Z. God. Here's one that says, if Yahoo's McCain and Palin win, is the Rose Garden big enough to accommodate a double-wide trailer? Also, in your video, who's the tall dork with 500 keys and two pagers hanging off of his belt? Nice pizza grease oozing outside of Gilbert's mouth. Go Obama. Love your show. Keep up the great work. You too, George, says Dave from Pooper City. I Thanks, don't know. Dave. Who's the, uh... I don't know. Could be anybody. Could be Jack with the hands. Keys. Here's one with a picture of Sarah with that same stupid smile, that big, broad smile, the stupid look on her puss. Oh, well, I just read, read them all. I mean, whatever comes across my desk, I mean, this, you know, all the ones that everybody knows, uh, you know, like, name me one. Name me a magazine. Name me a something. Anything. A Supreme Court decision other than Roe v. Wade. Well, uh, you know, the, as we go back through history, of course, uh, what comes to mind immediately is any ones that have, uh, should be left to the states, like Roe v. Wade. I mean, pathetic. You just want to cry. You want to cry not only because McCain chose her, but because there are people actually buying this sick, pathetic act. She's sucking up to Joe Sixpack, who's probably so damn drunk, he don't know the difference. He just knows she's got a hot ass. I think she's probably got a cold ass, if you ask me. I could be wrong. Yeah, you faggot, what do you know about hot ass? Sarah Palin's performance tonight is crucial, this says. She could head it out of the park or is in danger of crossing what we're calling the quail threshold. After her convention speech, approval ratings soared. Since then, she's seen those ratings dip like a financial portfolio filled with bank stocks. She needs another win tonight, media consultant T.J. Walker explains, and video included in this mail, which I won't be looking at. Oh, T.J. Walker is available as a guest for quotes. <laughs> oh, book him, George. All right. And it's got pictures of this guy, too. T.J. Walker, media training worldwide CEO, keynote speaker, yada, yada, yada. Oh, my God. Oh, and it's got his whole bio here. Frequent commentator and appeared often on MSNBC. He's, uh, oh, God, was a merit scholar at Duke. If you no longer wish to receive communication from us, cancel. Oh, let me click that on during the break. Don't let me forget. Okay. Don't cancel, forget. cancel, cancel. Somebody sends me this grotesque story. A homeless paraplegic was beaten over the head with a board and robbed of his wheelchair in cash. The BSO said yesterday, victim Richard Denise, 64, was left bleeding and begging for help on the pavement. This is outrageous, said Sheriff's Office spokeswoman Aquila Concepcion. 
To leave a paraplegic man laying on the ground is despicable. The assailant in the Tuesday night attack in the 900 block of West Sample Road fled with 94 bucks, the niece's cell phone, and the wheelchair. Even stole a freaking wheelchair. Denise was taken to Broward, North Broward Medical Center, where he remained last night. Authorities didn't release his condition. Deputies are looking for a man described as 35 years old with a ponytail and a beard and mustache, last seen wearing jeans and a blue shirt. And a white sport coat and a pink carnation. WQAM, hello. I'm your friend. Fake. QAM, hello. I'm in the mood to go simply because I need you. Simply because... WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Two things. We've got to complain about them. I'm going to break that up. Yep. Yep. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Yep. What's going on, bud? What kind of phone do you got? You got like a sock over it? Oh, hold on, hold on. Is this better? No. Uh, you owe me an apology, sir. No, I don't. Uh, why didn't you read my email? It's the quarter slot ass. That's right. What quarter slot ass. Go away. Drop dead. I don't read your email the same reason I don't want to talk to you on the phone, because you're a pain in the ass. You're a jerk. You're a moron. You're a simpleton. Go away. You're annoying. You're worse than any of the other ones. You're worse than I am your friend. You're worse than them. You're worse than uh, George is gay. And then them. You're the worst quarter schlock guy. And by the way, I won four grand at uh, Woodbine yesterday. Woo! Yeah. How do you like that quarter slot guy? Oh! I wasn't playing quarter slots. I was playing dollars, Wheel of Fortune dollars. I got the three five times. Five times, five times, five times, four grand. And I said, oh, yeah, give me that money. I'm getting out of here. And I did. I flew out of there. I raced to the door. So you can take your quarter slots, mister, and stick them in your slot. Wreck them. Don't stand up fast, though, because they'll all fall out real quick. Like Meg Green. That used to be her problem. She used to make money, but she'd stand up real quick and it'd all fall on the floor. Roll down the hall at IOG. You shouldn't have kept it there. Well, Should have kept let's it see. Oh, here's bank. some hate. Nobody knows what the hell you're talking about when you keep repeating that nonsense about hate in South Florida. Well, that's interesting because I took a poll a couple weeks ago, and one of the things they hated the most was the hate in South Florida. So it's only me. I suspect that you're the only one who feels it, considering you're probably among the most despised people in South Florida. It's no wonder you're in self-imposed exile in Schmitty, Toronto. Or is that because you don't have the balls to sit in the same studio as the people you regularly trash? Of course, your audience will regurgitate whatever crap you spew. As Goebbels said, if you keep repeating something enough, especially on TV or radio, becomes true, no matter how preposterous. Especially with your audience scraping the bottom of the barrel in terms of intelligence, which includes whoever wrote this, obviously. That's why these always crack me up. Scraping the bottom of the barrel, but you can quote chapter and verse. Chapter and verse. And don't have the balls to sit in the same studio? This this sounds like Kimba Bocamper. Although he's not articulate enough to write this. Remember that? Yep. Hiding behind your skirt up there in Toronto. Come down here and say that to him. You call him a coon to his face. Oh, there's Barney Fagg. Well, what? Oh, he was only on there for a second. He'll be back. Dow is down, oh boy, 200 and some odd. Rebecca says, we got out of Miami seven years ago and never looked back. Do miss the Cuban food, though. We live in North Carolina. People really speak English here. Try to catch your show on the Internet when we can. P.S. People here can't stand Sarah Palin. She, if she can be VP, why can't all soccer moms, says Rebecca. I'm a soccer mom from North Carolina. Keep the hate coming, baby. I love those emails. They just, they really do it. Oh, here's one from Senator Ted Kennedy. I'd like to talk to you about bridges, cars, and boats... Bridges, bars, and boats, or bridges, bars, and goats. I'm Ted Kennedy. I know about all of them. I'm an expert. Vote Obama, Ted Kennedy. Not cute? Ah, ha, ha, ha. Oh, ho, 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 ho. 
Here's a link. I just I deleted it. Keep it up in the pool, too. You're the best. Thank you for the economy, the gas prices. What more can he do before he leaves the White House? He blows. I'm your friend, says uh, somebody. Al Weingert or somebody like that. Some phony name. Another phony name. Mr. Williams has shared a video with you on YouTube. What did I just get through saying about that? I don't mm -hmm. want to see it. I don't want to know from it. I don't want to see it. Don't waste my time. Don't waste my uh, space here. Stop. Stop with the damn YouTube videos. God. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Enough already. Gnug. 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 Damn it. What's that lineup today? We didn't look at that yet. Usually I do that right in the beginning before I forget because I'm senile and old and my body is being ravaged by the ills and the evils of diabetes. I don't think I had any crow. Yeah, I had a couple of candy bars yesterday. I had a Snickers almond, the big king size one. You Ooh, know? you're gonna die up there. And then I had a um, score, score candy bar, not score ice cream though. Thank God, I scored with score. You can't eat only ten of those. Boy, those things are so sweet, and so rich, so good. Score, S K O R. Yeah. And the ice cream to die for. The big O is it too? Rock solid. In spite of protest outside on the 441. Jim Mandage, 4 to 7. Hurricane Hotline, 7 to 9. Oh, it's Thursday. Wow, it's a total tune-out. 9 to 10, it's Dolphins Tonight, High School Gridiron Report, and the DA Show, a desperate attempt from 10 to midnight to follow all of that swill. Wow. Good luck, DA. You'll need it. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Want a lollipop, little boy? Coming up on the Alphabet Gimmel Network. It's the end of the year spectacular that everyone's stressing about. Dick Clark's Hebrew New Year's Rockin' Eve. Say goodbye to 5768 and help blow the shofar off of 5769 with a cast of Jewish stars. Featuring the Borscht Belt comedy stylings of Jerry Seinfeld. What is the deal with Rosh Hashanah? What's the rush? And who's this chick, Hashanah? Sarah Silverman. What? Amy Winehouse isn't Jewish? <laughs> Someone should tell her face. <laughs> Look at my... The Beastie Boys. David Schwimmer, Lenny Kravitz, Andy Samberg, Winona Ryder, and Adam Sandler. Not a Jewish rich gear. It's the Jewish New Year. Dick Clark's Hebrew New Year's Rockin' Eve. It's gonna blow your tukas off. What, are you going to watch something else? 1117 at 560 WQAM. They're schwitzing. I don't know what that means. I know what schwitzing means. Schwitzing is like sweating. Right. The schwitzing? Uh. I think they just made up a word. I don't know. Maybe there's such a word as schwitzing. Quetching. Here's a poll idea from LD, who's kind of chronic. All you chronics, keep the uh, emails coming today. It's very weak. Very weak today. Neil at neilrogers.com. Keep those good. And, and what I really love is, how can you say there's hate down here, you bastard? Nah. And then they go on for like right. two paragraphs of miserable, right. hostile hate. That's right. How could I say that? And then, of course, every year we get about 8 million calls and letters and emails from people saying, oh, well, we just got out of there and we're so glad. You know, it's just me, though. That's it's just right. me. The hate is palpable, man. You can smell it. You can feel it. You can smell it. Here's the poll idea. Beside the Neil Rogers Show, what current South Florida institution will you miss most when it finally disappears? There's a long list. The Monkey Jungle, the Parrot Jungle, the Seaquarium, Florida Panthers National Hockey League team. Oh, that won't be long. Love 94, Bob Mayer, Tony Cigaretto, Books and Books, The Pizza Loft, Eliana Rosanna Leighton, Joe Stonecrabs, Allen's Drugstore in South Miami. Yes, it still exists. 
Publix, Winn-Dixie, Hi-Li, Flagler Dog Track, Calder Racetrack, the Festival Flea Market, Bayside Marketplace, the Museum of Science and Planetarium in the Grove, or the Bird Bowl. What's the Bird Bowl? Bowling alley. Oh. Well, what, what kind of uh, answers were those? What's the Bird Bowl? Bowling alley. Oh. Well, I didn't know what it was. Oh, I thought you were chiming in. Now, here's an interesting email. That bitch that moved to North Carolina should know the British speak English. We speak something that kind of looks like English, and it says from Douglas Castillo. That sounds like a really good British name, doesn't it? Sure. Douglas Castillo. Castle, castle son at Hotmail.com. For anybody who wants to communicate, tell him to blow it out his ass. The Brits. We can't stand the Brits. Anybody with a brain knows that the Brits... The Brits, we had to fight a damn war to get away from the Brits. And then, of course, Las Malvinas. I mean, remember that business. They, are, they ain't what they used to be, the Brits, you know? Yeah. After they butchered all those people in India and South Africa and Australia and all over the world, all around the world. Butchered them. And, of course, left their great British cuisine behind, too. Let's see. With John McCain, this is another one from Jim. With John McCain and Sarah Palin, I keep thinking of them as the two best comedy characters from your show. Firstly, there's the grumpy old man who blows off his top a lot and is pretty condescending to everyone. Then there's the young, squeaky-voiced one who likes hockey. Moen Gildy says Jim in England. Jim in England. You believe that? I believe it. Well, Jim's name is O'Sullivan, so he could be in England. It's not Castillo. Speaking of cheating on taxes, the IRS is probably going to come after you. You're legally required to self-report any gambling winnings worldwide above $1,200. I'll doubt you'll document yesterday. Now, see, you have to document gambling winnings above losing. See, that, that's what you declare tax on, schmuck. Here's another know-it-all. Or away from the rest of... What is it? Any from the rest of the past years. Oh, yeah. Sure. Neil, Shaq, this is Geldy. Fat-ass Jolly Raleigh Joe and Mo Howard David have informed me there's a lawsuit in the works against you. I'm going to join in on the lawsuit. You have ruined my career. Damn you, Neil. You're going to die on a wheel a wicked death. I'm going to come to Toronto and steal Paco away from you. I'm a better lover than you could ever hope to be. I'm not well endowed, but I know the motion of the ocean. Maybe I could show you one day. Please, Neil, I love you. Sleep with me and fulfill my fantasies. Signed, I love you. Shaq. Did he send the picture? No. And then at the bottom it just says Gildy. Oh, I see. He's saying, I love you, Shaq, but it's signed, Gildy. Well, whatever. Oh, so lame, so weak, weak. Did I mention I lost 20 grand at Woodbine yesterday? No. These people give me a song that these experts. Oh, when you have to declare winnings, uh, yeah. Right. Let me say it again. There are no taxes on gambling winnings in this country. None. Zero. Zippity-doo-dah. Unlike uh, the USA, there are no taxes. Worldwide, countrywide, uh, continent-wide. They, they don't exist. No such thing. By the way, I need to look on OLGC and see if somebody won the lotto last night. I won, I got 45 bucks. Losings, by the way, not winnings. Yeah. Losings. When you spend 200 on lotto tickets and you only get 45, the jackpot was 35 million last night. No taxes. Okay, let me go to olgc.ca and see if anybody won. I forgot to check it. I know I didn't. Ah, somebody won. Damn it, it's back to $4 million for Saturday. Well, that sucks.
Who the hell wants a lousy four million, right? Right. And let's see how many winners there were here. Let me click on the happy face. One winner, thirty-five million six hundred three hundred sixty-three thousand seven hundred nineteen dollars and no cents. One were and they write a check, no tax, thirty-five million plus. That would solve a lot of problems, you know what? Yep. Not me though. I didn't win it. You think I'd be here if I won thirty-five million? No. Of course, then you'd have to declare uh, a tax on it, Neil. Yeah, right. Blow it out your ass. Get lost. Get a life. Stick your nose in somebody else's ass. It is normal for states to periodically review lists of voters and remove any who've moved, died, or been convicted of felonies. However, with no national standards to control this process, it's become chaotic, riddled with inaccuracies, and vulnerable to manipulation for partisan purposes. Those are the conclusions of a new report from the Brennan Center for Justice obtained by CBS News. Brennan Center Executive Director Michael Waldman told CBS officials are making tons of errors and it's all happening in secret without public accountability. Boy, what a novelty, huh? WQAM, hello. I'm your friend. I'm working. I'm your friend. You're my buddy. I'm glad you called me. I'm glad I called you. Hi, Brown. Hi, John. Hi, everyone. I'm fine. I'm well. We packed a lot into that call. Oh, let's go home now. One problem that's previously been noted is that some voters are being improperly removed from the rolls because of clerical errors or small mismatches in names or addresses and may not even find out till they show up and attempt to vote. However, in addition to accidental errors, there's also a possibility of voter purges being used selectively to target minorities or groups for partisan purposes. Well, what a shock that is. We don't know all the problems, but we know that there's a huge potential for partisan mischief, Waldman said. Although exact figures are difficult to obtain, the report notes that one election official in Mississippi was recently found to have purged 10,000 voters from her home computer. Another 21,000 voters have been purged in Louisiana. Increasing the concerns, another study cited by CBS has found that 19 states are ignoring a federal law banning systematic purges within 90 days of a federal election. Blogger Brad Friedman comments, So CBS News has noticed. Where the hell are all the Democrats, and why aren't they raising holy hell about all this stuff everywhere? In the meantime, Republicans are out with phony reports and lawsuits damn near every day, and not just on Fox News, declaring evidence of completely non-existent voter fraud by Democrats. Yet in the meantime, the Democrats continue to bring a knife to the gunfight, and as we've noted many times of late, seem to have no clue they're in a war on democracy and being waged by their GOP opponents. Par for the course. Democrats, wimp. They like to wimp when in doubt they wimp out. Can't wait for that debate tonight, can you? I think that's what everybody's uh, in the suspended animation for. Oh, everybody's just poised. They're all sitting back holding their breath. Yeah, Yeah, like that. Oh, here's one email. They're coming in one at a time. Simple question. How or are you voting? That's for the poll. Is that a question for me or a question Uh, for the audience? uh, Clarify. I don't know what that means. We all know how I'm voting, and by the way, I got my absentee ballot. It's already uh, it's in the other room. How do you like that? And I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to like duplicate it four or five thousand times and send them all in this weekend. Biggest names, the best talent. This is Neil Rogers, Sports Radio 560 QAM, the sports leader. The sports leader. You like it? Thank you for attending today's conference on how to deal with the Y2K problem. I would like to announce the development of a new software system, which will be year 2000 compliant. This program is known as Millennia Year Application Software System, or MyAss. Next Monday, there will be a meeting in which I will show MyAss to everyone. 
We will hold demonstrations throughout the month so that all employees will have an opportunity to get a good look at my ass. We have not addressed networking aspects yet, so currently only one person at a time can use my ass. This restriction will be removed after my ass expands. Last week, my secretary said to me, I'm a little nervous. I never put anything in my ass before. I helped her through the first time, and afterwards she admitted that it was relatively painless, and she was actually looking forward to doing it again, and was even ready to kiss my ass. As you begin using the program, feel free to put anything you want in my ass. Rectum. As my ass grows larger, we envision a time when it will be commonplace for a supervisor to hand work to an employee and say, here, stick this in my ass. It will be a great day when we need data quickly, and our employees can respond, here it is. I just pulled it out of my ass. Well, 1131 at 560 WQM. Happy Thursday, October 2nd. You made a mistake. You made a mistake. What did I tell you about the emails? Generally oh, yeah. speaking, although I like them a lot better than the calls, but generally speaking, though, it's the same kakarai, overgrown children. Behind the anonymity of a uh, computer, they got a big mouth. Mm-hmm. Here's how the poll is going so far. 245 votes. Not including drug or booze offenses, I break the law most often by speeding, 112. I never break any laws, 36. Not wearing a seatbelt, 32. Downloading music or video illegally, 25. Not picking up dog poop, 10. Cheating on taxes, 9. Having sex in public, 7. Littering, 6. Carrying a weapon illegally, 3. Running red lights, 3. Buggery, 1. Smoking in non-smoking areas, 1. Solamente uno. Get those phones ringing, baby. We're going to be taking a lot of calls today, or not. I don't know. I think I think that's going to be the... Uh... Oh, here we go. Tadpole. This is another one of the chronics. This is... What's, what's you call it? Crazy Mario. Tadpole at Circus uh, something. Else. I know you will not read this on the air, because you only read emails from people who are agreeing with you, kissing your ass. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Okay. No way anybody in their right mind can vote for Barack Obama. Okay, whatever you say, tadpole lunatic. No, you're right. I won't read it on the air. I mean, I'll read a lot of crap on the air, but not from him. Your friend Mario Moreno and Hialeah. Loser. Go buy some insurance for Mario. Maybe it'll calm him down. What do you think? Sounds like a plan. That was a medley of our... He, he sent it to me three times just to make sure. Oh, yeah. Well, if hey, you don't Mario. address their point you know, right away... What did that. I ever do to you, Mario? I've been here for you all these years. I've been here for you. You sound kind of... Yeah, to me, Mario. You think Mario's got a wife, a girlfriend? A I lady? don't know. No. Be sure of that. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Turn on, dude. Um, George, this is Mother Jugs and Speed. I was wondering where my WQAM gear is. Neil, keep your you... sugar level even. We don't want anything to happen to you, okay? What are you talking about? What what language are you speaking? One of your people, obviously. One obviously, of your friends. Yeah. Where's this QAM gear? Yeah. I don't know. Third gear? Rhymes with queer. And the only thing we have to fear. WQAM, hello. Me llamo Ramon. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes. It's Lenny the limo driver. How are you? Okay, Lenny the limo driver, a voice from the distant past. How you doing, Lenny? Hey, great. Am I on that list? You on what list? The list you're talking about, a chronic. Not yet. Okay, awesome. How you doing, bud? 
Okay, Lenny, we'll see you. All right, buddy. Take Bye. care. <laughs> oh. Woo! Tommy T., who uh, emailed earlier, said, I had a question mark next to WNWS, and I was only off by one year. I did a lot of drugs back then. Two, I watched Keith Oberman every night. Love it. Ober Oberman. Three, and yes, I need some meds. George got some good moke. Soon to be chronic, Tommy T. No, not soon to be. Already chronic. Mm -hmm. Really chronic. WQAM, hello. All right. QAM, hello. Good morning. Yes, sir. Buenos dias. Buenos dias, Neil. Hey, Neil, I'm a truck driver here in South Florida. I can't, I rarely contribute any emails or any, any calls, but I know I'm a few days late, uh, on that poll with the, the best play by play guy. How about Chick Hearns? Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, let's, and, let's uh, start, let's start building the poll that we did a couple of days I, ago, right? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. ought to be. All right, but hey, hey, good show. I love you guys. Uh, and Chris is the best producer in the business. Later, guys. Really? Oh, brother. Now I know that guy needs some meds. Why'd you think? Thank you for what? You taking that seriously? Hey, why not? You think that was a serious call? You're the best producer? First of all, he's not the producer. He's a reproducer. He's the board op. What? He's a reproducer. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Here's an email. Let me know if you'd be interested in interviewing Ryan McNeil tomorrow by phone or in studio about the hurricanes, the NFL labor situation, Gene Upshaw, and the current NFL season. Ryan won a national championship at Miami and was a pro bowler in the NFL as a 10-year cornerback safety. Currently, he's president and CEO of the Professional Business and Financial Network, and it's got just goes on and on about that business, yada, yada, yada. G. Cpin, C-P-I-N, Washington, D.C., sent me this, and I wrote back, uh, no, no. I don't usually respond to the emails once in a great while. I wrote back, no, with several O's after it, like, oh, 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 oh. And a couple exclamation points. No, we would not be interested. Don't you love that? They yep. obviously have no concept of um, what this show is all about. Any interest in interviewing Ryan McNeil in studio or by phone tomorrow? No. No. Uh, no. 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 Or next circus? No. What they got that Ellie Felching in there with a headset on? Yeah. But I think instantly you will see Look at some that. loosening of credit because there are some people who've been hoarding their money like... She's the uh, financial expert. She's the maven. They're just raving about the maven. Nasdaq's down 60 and the Dow's down 260 some point. Not good. They're, they're, I don't know. I thought that that Senate vote last night might give them a little bit of optimism. Surprise. But they're waiting for the House to pass it tomorrow. And if they don't win in doubt, bail them out tomorrow. They're, all hell's going to break loose on Monday. Oh my God. Be a good day to like, uh, stay home Monday. Good day to crawl under the bed. Get all your uh, QAM gear together. What was that uh, punk talking about? You got me. He knew you. He was talking to you. He was one of your people. It must, yeah, well. It must have been, uh, Chris, don't you think there was like a code call? That's it. Yeah, something like that. They're talking in code. You know, it had to be a drug deal. Must have been. QAM gear means where's my pound of pot. That's it. A pound? Sure. God. Oh, here we go again. Steve says, I heard you mention the window sounds yesterday that constantly come through on the Internet while listening to you. Could you please explain this to your listeners who are calling in there? IT department unnecessarily? Could I explain what? You see, I hate to break the news to you, Steve T., whoever you are, and anybody else who's listening online, which we appreciate your listening, but we don't hear what's on the Internet. Right. We don't hear it. We can't hear it. I mean, we could if we wanted to you know, have somebody go online and listen. Well, we don't want to do that. 
Why doesn't Steve T. just say, thanks for the great quality now that we have here on the uh, streaming, and uh, thanks for it being free? I didn't mention Windows Sounds. We had a couple of silly people out there sending me a, look at that. Here's the uh, national pool, latest one, Quinnipiac, Obama, 50, McCain, 42, other eight, eight-point lead. Here's a uh, email. Are you upset that Barack is supporting the bailout when you're strongly against it? It seems you never criticize him no matter what. He just seems too much of an extremist for me. Bill Ayers, Weather Underground, etc. Oh, yeah. Extremist. Florida, newest poll. Obama, 51, McCain, 47. And by the way, all those young punks who say you aren't being pulled because they have cell phones never show up to vote. You'll be lucky to see 10% turnout among those under 30, and neither do his other major demographics, blacks. Oh, yeah, that, that sounds like wishful thinking to me. Wishful thinking, bigoted bastard. He's going to win. It's going to be a landslide by the time we get another four and a half weeks. Oh, and here's one that says, my vote will cancel your vote. It's got a long, I'll print it out. My vote will cancel your vote. Na, 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 na. Overgrown children. Missouri, Obama pulled ahead 49 to 48. Neck and neck, nose to nose. In misery. How do you like that? He's What is it? Nine points ahead in Virginia? Nine points ahead in Virginia? For John McCain. So here in Missouri, it appears to be still up for grabs. Fascinating numbers. Oh, Tony Harris says, fascinating numbers. Fascinating numbers. How can he be on the air, you know? Ask yourself that question. I give up. Okay, let's see what this one says. My vote will cancel out your vote. Joey Reynolds rules the nights, and Wolf Blitzkrieg the days. <laughs> Cute. And then it goes on, it says, and somebody wasted a lot of time. This product is meant for educational purposes only. Any resemblance to real persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Some assembly required. Let's each check separately by bank number. Batteries not included. And it just goes on and on. Postage will be paid by addressees. Subject to approval. This is not mm. an offer to sell securities. Do not stamp. Maybe too intense for some viewers. All models over 18 years of age. Do not disturb. Times approximate. Simulated picture. No postage necessary if mailed in the U.S. For off-road use only. And on and on. That must be one of your friends again. Oh, yeah. Send him his package. Come on, George. Get hold him I got his package right here. Oh, Ricky Martin News is what it says. That's the Ricky Martin News. Who's going to give Ricky a blow? Ricky, 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 Everybody talk about Ricky, Ricky, Take a look at the security monitor. Anything to do with sports? Oh, just a lot of buildings burning and carnage. My car's okay, though. Oh, go back to the phone. Ricky, 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 Place, 
guys, it's not just a ball game. It's a disease. That's us, 560 WQAM. Not just a game. It's a disease. It's an obsession. It's a fetish. It's religion. Oh, it's way beyond that. Let's see. We got a couple, uh, a smattering of email. Not, a not too heavy duty today. A smattering and splattering. Yeah. Not too heavy duty. Might have to actually take a couple more calls later on. Ron says, hi, Neil. They're saying you should count how many times Sarah will use the word liberal tonight. If they're so conservative in spending, why do the Republican Party spend seven to nine trillion dollars of taxpayers' money? They're about as conservative as the Republican commissioners who are spending taxpayers' money for a ballpark for the Marlins. The Marlins. There's such tremendous interest in the Marlins as in none or next to none. Now, here's an email from Sarah. Okay. Okay. Dear Mr. Rogers, I don't appreciate your constantly making fun of me, the Republican Party, and our esteemed president. You are a bad, bad man. Do you know that I'm a hockey mom from Alaska? Haven't you seen my lipstick? Let me tell you something, fella. I can see Russia from my front porch. Can you say that, fat man? I'm a whole lot closer to a foreign country than you are there in Toronto. I can almost see Lake Ontario from my window, but not quite. I know stuff about a lot of things that are important, Vice Presidentive matters. I know how to balance a small... Uh, toy budget and how to coach youth soccer. Your radio show is a bad thing for our country. As the assistant president, I'll make it my mission to get shows like yours off the air. We will be hiring Joyce as director of the FCC. In conclusion, remember these are very important points. Hockey mom, lipstick, Russia from my front yard, Alaska, presidentive, lipstick, knocked up daughter, horror. I think I've said too much. Old man McCain will be mad at me and turn me over his knee again. For, your, for now, yours in Vice Presidentia, Sarah Palin, a.k.a. U.S. Vice Hockey Mom. Sorry, Sarah. Not. Isn't that bad? Sarah's pissed off at me. What are you going to do now? Everybody's upset with me today. Well, you made a mistake. You're old and you're dying of diabetes. I don't know. I feel pretty good today. For all these people with their nasty projections. It's just wishful thinking. We hope you die, you old fag. Let's see. Here's one. Oh, what? What is this? This long story here. Oh, people that send me all this long stuff. Steve in New Jersey. I'm just going to print out the selection, like George always taught me to do. Print, selection, right. Print. Well, I do that on all these. All the emails. That's printing sounds. Neil, these people are total morons. I'm pretty sure that the window sounds they're hearing are coming from a promotional spot for the station. I can't listen terrestrially, so I can't confirm. Yeah, we do have uh, at least one, maybe two spots that have those uh, sound effects. But it seems that the only time you hear those sounds are when they're playing that one certain spot. I think it has something to do with picking football games against Danny Boy. I tend to zone out when I don't hear your voice, so I can't be too sure. What the hell is wrong with these people, says Paul from Tampa. And says, I hope I'm not becoming too chronic. No, we need your help today, Paul. There's nothing on there now. There's not a one. Neil at NeilRogers.com. Very weak Thursday, man. Very weak. And that's because they're all pent up with this damn debate. Nine hours, ten minutes, and eight seconds before the debate. They're counting down on CNN. They're counting it down. And look at that big blow there on the west coast of the state. Pick up, But the heaviest snowfall we're looking back is actually going to begin to the Rocky Mountains. Oh, that's on the west coast of the country. I thought that was in Florida. He's talking about snowfall. Snowfall in Tampa. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. What's the use, you know? What? What's the use? I think I'm going home. Steve in Jersey says, also a fan of Olbermann, although he often stumbles over his own words trying to get them out. No, I don't think he does. I think he's very articulate, and I think considering the 
tremendous amount of verbiage on that show. He does a damn good job. As opposed to Rachel, who stumbles and bumbles over everything she says. She fumfies. And the dike they forced on us after his show is unwatchable, says Steve. That's correct. Don't miss the phone calls. Frankly, yours is the only voice most of us tune in to hear. Well, good. Thank you, Steve. <sighs> anyway, just returned to New Jersey after a week in West Palm. I realize the difference between here and there is that Schmidt heads here know that they're such, and the ones in Florida don't even realize they are. A more clueless society I've never seen. As I learned from living there in the 90s, the culture and the root system are the same. An inch deep and a mile wide and falls over easily in a breeze. Not sure if you saw the below. Priceless. Keep up the great radio. Thank you, Stephen Jersey. He's got an article here about a St. Lucie firefighter who removed a man's severed lower leg from a vehicle crash site. She resigned. She removed his severed leg. Not a good thing. Not a good idea. Like, like when they uh, beat up that homeless guy and they stole his wheelchair. That was not good. David says, I have listened to you for years in spite of your continuous and relentless Republican bashing. I actually found it quite amusing that someone could spend so much time and energy bashing Republicans, not to mention religion, day after day after day after day. Well, guess what? You've finally done it. Yes, you have opened my eyes and finally got it through my thick skull. You've provided the cure to my political party, Herpes, which has been growing and oozing for years. I can't wait to change party affiliation and wipe my hands of this deception. I will be voting for Obama, regardless of my father rolling over in his grave. Neil, you are God, forever grateful. Keep up the good work, David. By the way, last time oil was $95 a barrel, do you know how much gas was? Certainly not what it is now. By the way, too, your email address on the WQM side doesn't work. What are you chortling about? Well, we've been talking about that for years. We don't have uh, WQAM emails. What, what I would chortle about is why do we need to worry about whether any other one works when we got Neil at NeilRogers.com, and that's all you need to know, and I just got that email right there, see? We don't need the QM website. Oh, by the way, I think this weekend I might send that check to Cordis. Okay. And for the smartass out there who's all whipped up about, oh, you didn't pay any taxes on the money you want to Woodbine, let me ask you this. Prove it. That's right. See, there's, there's no record. Like in Vegas or any American casino, like, you know, if you went over, I think it's 1200 bucks on a $2 bet, they bring a form that you fill out, which I haven't filled those out too many times in Vegas or Atlantic City or any place else. A couple times. And they bring the tax form and you fill it out, and they have a record of you winning the money. But when they come and pay you cash and there's no record of it, prove it. Maybe I won $80 billion at Woodbine, huh? More likely I lost $80 billion, but maybe I did. Maybe I do. None of your business. Maybe I do. 284 votes on the poll. Let's see if there's any more emails. Oh, a couple. Andy Kalb. Oh, this is, this is hysterical. <laughs> this is some funny stuff. Let me print it out. Andy Kelb. I got even with him when I brought Tiny in the studio that day, and Andy stepped in uh, Tiny's little pile. That was funny. That was, that was great. Very, very, very funny, by the and way. And then Disney got all upset. Oh, how come he's bringing his dog into the station? Uh, remember, what an what a a-hole you are, Disney. God. Humor, that's what happens when you drink that much. Your nose gets red, and you get a really sour attitude about life. The math on Paul McCartney and Heather Mills' divorce, somebody sends me. No interest. Sorry. Whoever sent that, sorry. WKNR, let's see, Ron sends me a thing. It's the logo from Keener 13. I hear you mention WKNR every now and then. Grew up listening to Keener myself. I thought you might per like to peruse the above website. Still listening in Michigan, says Ron. Thanks, Ron. 
Keener13.com. I'm going to look that up. I bet you they got J. Michael Wilson and Rodney the Rodent and all that good stuff on there. And Dick Purton. Remember when we used to get those calls from Dick? Sure. Andy Kalb allegedly says, Just wanted to let you know Chuck Meyer will be available for phone interviews beginning at noon today. He'll be granting 15-minute on-air blocks. I thought of this you first when this very important matter came to light. Next week, we hope, hope to get avails from Tom Hopkins and Kevin Courtney. Jennifer Rem is whipping Dick Cheney in the dungeon and will be unavailable till further notice. Andy Kelb, who's still whopping off his shoe. Just lick him. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The fourth leader. The biggest names. The best Just made a major technical discovery. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 okay. WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is Coach Don Schuler, and I sound like Bob Hope on acid. And I want to tell you, it's the 12 to 1 hour, or whatever it is. Today on TMZ, workers filed out of Lehman Brothers with the history of their careers in their arms. The investment bank filed for bankruptcy. Sarah Palin, banking firms are going bankrupt. Houses are going into foreclosure. If you were in the White House, what would you do to get the economy back on its feet? Do things better. Okay, that's good. Could you be more specific? We must do whatever it takes. Uh, more specific? We have got to have all options out there on the table. <laughs> And what are those options? Whatever it takes. What? There have been mistakes made. Right. There have been blunders along the way. And what would you do differently? We must do whatever. Oh, please. Okay, I'll ask you a really simple question. Is Russia close to Alaska? Yes. You can actually see Russia here in Alaska. All right. I was busy uh, throwing Schmidt cannon some uh, stuff. Papers. Okay, good. Woo. Not the kind of papers you're thinking of. Oh, don't tell me there's, there's another one. It's an ad fax. Microsoft is, I'm going to have to go do a Joyce. Really? Well, you screwed up my whole, not you, but I mean oh. that place screwed up my whole uh, schedule. The morning, my, yeah. My bodily It'll function. do that. It sounds yeah. like a lawsuit to me. What? It'll do that. Well, no, I, w I was in there shaving this morning. And, of course, the first thing I do when I get up every morning about 10 after 8 is I come in here and I turn on, you know, the lights and all the stuff, and then I turn the TV on and I open up the pot so you can hear the audio. Like, Vice presidential candidate. Like that, although hopefully not Tony Harris. And I'm standing at the uh, in the bathroom shaving with a with a face full of uh, edge, although I should have been using body wash. I'm almost out of body wash. I think after Woodbine today I'm going to go get some body wash. I'm almost out. Yeah. Anyway... So my BlackBerry buzzes, and it's a message from you. Right. Saying, are you uh, feeding any, uh, making any noise up there? I should have said, yeah, I'm making a lot of noise. You ought to hear it. No, and I said, yes, as usual. The uh, TV audio was being uh, fed down to you. And, of course, that began all that technical. So uh, naturally, I got to brush my teeth and finish shaving real quick and uh, jump in the shower. I didn't get a chance to uh, do my morning joists. Well, I'm somebody who's like pretty damn regular every morning, like clockwork. Sure. Orange. I remember I'm, I had a doctor, Dr. Joe Rock in Rochester. Doctors used to make house calls in those days. And as a kid, you know, I had all the childhood ailments, you know. And he had, he, doctors would be like, like a big black case, you know, with all the pills in it. Do you know what right. I'm saying? The doctor bag. I had a friend who had one of those to uh, take the parties. His party, name was Joe bag. Rock. Can you believe I remember that? God, what a memory for crap. 
Three, a three-page ad fax. Web design essentials. You bastards. God, you ought to rot in hell, you people sending ad faxes, uh, especially here. So anyway, he uh, one time, once upon a time, I forget what I had, what my ailment was, he gave me some pills, some antibiotics to take, and they made my um, <coughs> my waste material purple. Okay. My feces, purple feces. Well, I've heard of purple haze, but this is ridiculous. Licorice will make it green. Oh, jeez. And Pepto-Bismol will make it black. Black, right. Black. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Maggie says, you are too funny. I had to tell you, I listen to sports talk as often as listen to your show. And being the huge dolphin fan I am, I named my new kitten Ricky. Have a great day. Love your show. Thanks, Maggie. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. I wonder if her cat's going to be smoking the big fat one. Or have the urge, at least, anyway. Seriously, the fact that that was a news story in the Sun Sentinel and the Herald yesterday, that should warn everybody out there that the final days might be coming. Maybe Sarah's got a point, because there's one thing we all know. The media is sick and needs help badly. By the way, she's still dead, Tammy Faye. What's Larry going to do now? <laughs> oh, sorry. Wait. <laughs> uh-huh. Jeff in Lauderdale-by-the-Sea has got a nice, nice short ask. Oh, so anyway, let me, before I get to his email, somebody sent me a thing. Overweight diners habits at Chinese buffets are revealing. And it looked kind of interesting. There's a whole article here. And... I, I was going to highlight it, but it was going to take too much effort, you know, um, highlight and select and print. So I just figured, well, let me just try printing out the whole page. Not only did it print out the whole page, but without any of the chop-offs in the right-hand column that I get when I do select and print. Okay. How do you like that, Mr. Smarty Hands? Very proud of you. Isn't that great? Well, did you know that? Maybe. No, you did not. You're the one that's always giving me, oh, select and print, select yeah. and print, which I do agree with you sometimes that that's necessary when you only want to print out certain crap. What I discovered, now, I'm not sure if this is going to work on all the emails, but I'm going to try it out from now on, and it okay. saves an extra step, too. Give it a it shot. It saves a step. What? I said give it a shot. Boy, but this next break may come up a little early, Chris. You'll know I'm making a wild run. All right. You're going to give it a shot? Not as fast as the run I made to the door yesterday when I won the $80 billion at Woodbine. You better declare those taxes, mister. You're going to go... Yeah, all right. Go to hell. Jeff in Lauderdale-by-the-Sea says, 18-year listener just checking in. Love the show, be it emailers or callers. Dipschmitz, callers. Keep up the good work and don't retire. Thanks a pile, says Jeff. Lauderdale-by-the-Seas. Don't say thanks a pile. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, you know how that's that mind-body game. Yeah. Right? Mind-body connection. Like when you're, like, going to explode. And then this is what generally happens to me those four or five times in my life when I've had accidents in my pantaloons. Mm-hmm. Well, we could and witness way, one right now. What? We could be witness to one of those famous accidents right now. Ear witness? Mm-hmm. How about... Rectum. Ass witness. <laughs> 303 votes on the pool. I'll get to the overweight diner's habits. I don't want to read that one right now because it might stimulate my innards. No, you, you the whole dealer screwed up my day. Oh, look at this. Here's a few emails. That's good. The punchline on the St. Lucie story is that the firefighter who stole the leg trains cadaver-searching dogs. She apparently wanted fresher meat than the morgue could supply. After the leg was missing a week, could not be reattached, the leg owner is understandably pissed off. Yeah, after it was missing for a week, they couldn't stick it back on there again. What a crazy bitch stealing somebody's leg. Right? That's right. What a slut. Now, here, let me, let me just try printing this thing out. I don't really need to. I could read it off the screen, but this is just a test. This is a test of the emergency uh, faxing system. John from Sarasota. 
Oh, how about those make-believes, huh? How about the Cujo? He stinks. He couldn't stop a bowling ball from ten feet away. He couldn't stop a, 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 a what do they call those things? What? Those things. Juggernauts? He couldn't stop nothing. Cujo. He's a hundred years old. Nice going, make-believes. You guys suck. Anyway, look at this. The right, but the right hand's still chopped off. John from Sarasota, long-time listener, way back to the WSUN days. How sad. I think Rachel Maddow isn't that bad. Now, see, here's how it works, John. I don't think she's that bad. Not I think she isn't that bad. At least compared to Morning Blue, I mean, uh, Joe on MSNBC. Yeah, Morning Joe. He is obnoxious, pasty-faced Irishman right wing, pretending to be like more moderate than he really is. When push comes to shove, or the fascist news network, pick any show on that network, John says. Think to the best bits on the show are, this is Eddie Guy and party. Oh. Now that's under. Party. Yeah. It says, just play that endless loop with generous portions of the Buffalo Bill and Mo Howard throw in. Have a great life, says John. Look out for the Bruins this year. Yeah, look out for them is right. Bruins suck. And the Leafs, oh, my God, they are so bad. Tragic. Going to be a long year in Toronto. People are going to be jumping off tall buildings. Let's see if the game is on again from last night. In the playoffs, it's really given him a chance to win. Oh, there, this is a before the game. All his energy. Remember, they had won the cup the year before. Yeah, cup this. Okay, so that's John from Sarasota. We got his crap. Blank Sarah Palin book getting sales spike with upcoming debate. The complete book of the collected Wisdom of Sarah Palin. It's just uh, empty pages. Interview request. Russell Blackstone. Here's a phone number. You want to call Russell and we'll interview him? No. Just a bunch of empty pages. Nice scam. Moron, you know that all Americans are required to pay taxes on all worldwide income, gambling or otherwise. Just because you think you can get away with it doesn't make it legal. I hope they arrest your ass at YYZ and you disappear to Guantanamo. No record of anyone by the name of Neil Rogers. We never arrested anyone by that name. Prove it. <laughs> Cute. Oh, I'm shaking in my boot. Das boot. Oreo cookies also make it black. But there's nothing like the great daily birth. Daily birth? I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't want to know what that, that means. Before. No. Somebody talking about taking a dump. Daily birth. If that just got born, what I dropped in the bowl, then oh, kill it. Kill it. It's alive. Oh, here's one from Chris. Really? Well, it's a fake Chris. Please do not go on the air with this. Please stop calling me fat. You are ruining my self-esteem, and I wake up every morning scared to come to the station. I know that I'm a fat tub of fat, but I can't help it. I get so excited when I pass by the pizzeria, ice cream parlor, sizzler, etc. I really enjoy working on the show. I fear that I can't continue unless the ridicule stops. Please, Neil, I'm sorry that I'm a fat slob of a man. I also have a small penis. Please, Neil, help me get better and stop making fun of me. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's the fake fat Chris, not to be confused with. Let's see. Adam says, I just don't get it. The Leafs haven't done Schmidt in 40 years, and yet there are silly people night after night willing to pay insane amount, amounts of money for a Schmitty product. I don't understand why they can't have three, four, or five teams in Toronto, a la New York. You can't tell me there are more hockey fans in a place like New York than in Toronto and surrounding areas. IMO, well, what does that mean, IMO? In my opinion. Oh. 
See, I'm learning every day. Mm -hmm. Toronto hockey fans ought to be pissed off and fired up yet. Year after year, they put up with the same old bullshit. IMO, if investors, Canadian ones especially love hockey so much, and it's supposedly our national game, why haven't people like Rogers or Gretzky said, okay, enough is enough, we're going to have three or four teams with an hour or two of Toronto increasing profits and driving ticket prices down? Anyone who explain this to me? I hate being in Toronto. I love you, Neil, says Adam. Oh, yeah, likely story. See at the pickle barrel, Adam. Not. At the pickle patch? Oh, that's where Sarah hangs out. In oh. the pickle patch. I'm going to go to Goose. Trace. Joyce. The fourth leader. The biggest names. Best the best talent. It's the Mad Dog. Jim Mandich. Afternoons, 4 to 7. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Holy Mackinac. This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. I'm dying over here. Clay is gay. No one was shocked, he said he goes that way. But now it's official that Mr. Aiken prefers the bacon on his buffet. Clay is gay. It's not a big surprise, we have to say. Hopefully now that he's out, he can relax about his back wax. It's so cliche. Nobody really gives a squat, cause we knew way before Spamalot. I'm so glad he finally came clean, cause he's known since age 13, Clay is gay, he's taking off his head a road to pay. Took the stage on Idol. We all knew back in season two it wasn't great. Clay is gay. Now he can join a bathhouse in the bay. There's no more worry about hiding his life or lack of a wife, and that's okay. Now they can walk the streets hand in hand Or even join a boy band Clay is gay You fairy Hip hip hooray Yay, Clay yay, is yay 17 at 560 WQAM Here's another uh, email from Chris <laughs> Now listen, these could, these could be from him. That's right. I see him over there typing. Is he tapping and typing? Feverishly. Uh, I think it's the um, something international, the big race Saturday at Woodbine. Maybe that's why the Humphrey's going to be here. Some big international race. Maybe maybe a Frankie Detroit will be here at Woodbine. I know Justin Stein will be there. Hey, Justin. Oh, sorry. Fat Chris says, why did you go on the air with it? I'm so embarrassed. I hate you. Die. Love, Fat Chris. <laughs> That's pretty good. You've got his voice down. 
Now, here's, here's the email address. Chris.Whalen.WQAM at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, okay. That's your new email address. <laughs> okay. Oh. These are great. These are great. Just make a bunch of crap up. Sure. I'm going to start Fox, doing that. Fox Noise. It's good enough for us. Neil, did you talk about the fact that the S-bag Republicans, including Lauren Ass Limbaugh, are crying over Gwen Ifill being picked as moderator for the debate? No, I didn't, Robin Lauderdale, because it's not even worth, I wouldn't even waste my time. Mike Olbermann said last night, her book in July, the book came out about blacks in politics, so it's no great news bulletin, but they're just grasping desperately for something to, oh, geez, they're, it's all biased and they're going to be picking on Sarah. Like that moron that wrote me, why, stop picking on Sarah, remember that idiot? Mm-hmm. Edward Schmecker, who's still listening, by the way. Every now and then he'll get all whipped up and get get a bunch of anger whipped up in his ass, and send me another one of those caustic. Oh, you got to retire. Let let the. Oh, here we go. Maybe this is him. I've listened since before Zeta. The show is very stale. You just go through the motions. There's no energy left in you. George is boring. Your low numbers reflect this. Your politics are offensive. You don't care anymore. The Beasley should pay you a lot less. Oh, don't worry, they will. George should pay them to work there. But have a nice day. You were the great one once upon a time. So was I. I retired. Maybe it's time for you to go, too, says Julie. Blow it out your ass, Julie. And she's still listening, though, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, here, here, now let, me, let me print this one out. I'm going to do the same thing I did before without highlighting. It takes too much extra time. It's your fault. I know. Just like that thing this morning. Oh, so anyway, during the break, I went in there and I tried. No luck. Oh, no. Mind over splatter. Well, I don't think I needed to. Right? Was it just a fart? Not even that. Wow. How disappointing. Okay, let me. There are a couple of these. And, and today they're all like combative. 99% of them are like combative and like that, which is good. We don't need a whole bunch of ass licking. Although once in a while, an ass licking email is okay. You know, like licky, licky, licky. Ricky, 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 licky, licky, licky. Like, let's see this one. I heard you criticizing the Herald and Sun Sentinel for publishing the story about Ricky. I agree that both papers are rags, but I disagree with this particular criticism. Huh? Even in the no, I'm, I'm looking at oh, okay. this picture on here. There's a picture. On a side note, have you seen the new photo of Barry Jackson in the updated Herald website? That's not Barry Jackass. But anyway. Even in the midst of the off-season, after the worst season in Dolphins history, every Dolphin story on the Herald Sun Sentinel and Palm Beach Post shoot up to the most read stories on the paper's website. No matter what or when they write about the Dolphins, the story instantly shoots up to the most popular list. The public clearly cannot get enough Dolphins coverage. They're giving the public what they want by covering even the smallest Dolphins minutia. Oh, God. Give me a break. Ricky had a urge. He, he was tempted. He was tempted. That's a news story. See, see, that's the public for you. Here's Pat, or Dan, or whatever his name is. He says, hey, guys, why are you busting my balls when I offer some constructive suggestions about the show? Oi. Oi. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hate is great and it pays the bills, eh? Started listening to you when I moved to Coconut Creek back in 96 on IOD. Still enjoy listening to your show. Don't let up on that phony cake makeup wearing two-faced line arrogant bastard McCain. His choice for Palin for VP just goes to show you what an empty suit he really is. I like Obama since he represents change, but this mess we live in won't really change anytime soon. We need to start now. Carry on, Neil. You're the best. Neil God. And then it says, Dan, five. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Like we're supposed to know what he's talking about? Dan, five-o. Dan-o. I don't know. 
I don't know what he's even like. Throwing like, some ooh. guesses out of here. What? I said what? Say what? What? Must be something from yesterday. If he thinks you remember yesterday. Oh, there's nothing in there now. Neil at neilrogers.com. It's been pretty spotty on emails today. Very disappointing. I think I'm going to take tomorrow off just as a protest. And that bitch that sent me that hostile, oh, your show is a shadow of what it used to be, and you're just mailing it in, you're just going through the motions, and George blows. Why are you listening, bitch? That's my question, okay? I don't want to be surly. I don't want to be hostile. Why are you listening, bitch? That's my question. Right? Right. It's like a dog barking at the moon. Guess what? The moon ain't going anywhere, and neither are we. We're going to be here another five and a half years, five and a third years. The good Lord willing, as Jerry Wilson used to say, now he's dead. I guess the good Lord wasn't so willing. Peter says, Peter from Boca, have you ever wondered what the influence of the pharmaceutical industry is playing in the mindset of the public? More and more Americans today are taking drugs like Zoloft, Prozac, and Xanax. These drugs, along with similar other overprescribed mind-numbing scripts, have turned most voters into vegetables. That can be the only explanation as to why people in general just aren't reacting to the state of current affairs with any fear or concern. This is one of the scariest times I've lived through. The economy is critical. The war lingers. The price of gas is through the roof. McCain and Palin are actually considered viable candidates. And the possibility of severe meltdowns in health care and Social Security are looming. These are troubled times indeed. And the public just doesn't seem that concerned. How is this possible? The only explanation that makes sense is that most people are dopes. I mean, doped up. I remember hearing a news report a few years ago about the British government conducting an experiment. They actually put drugs like Prozac in the public drinking water supply. I'm going to sneeze in a second. Hey. Uh, ah. <laughs> I really think that this report was very telling. When government seriously thinks they can influence the public state of mind with policy like this, what does the future hold? Death. The Bush... The Bush... Yes. The, uh, and thus, this covertly, America does this. Oh, the British do this covertly. America does it openly. Every night, pharmaceutical companies pro promote these drugs and the benefits they provide. The results are the same: a population of doped-up monkeys that have no decision capacity at all. This explains why stealing elections is safe, along with all the other insane policies that just skate by the public with zero outcry. How about the four thousand dead American soldiers in a war based on lies? Based on lies. Weapons of mass destruction. Oh, uh, Saddam was in there with, uh, he was taking showers with uh, Bin Laden. Oh, lies. And nobody cares. Maybe this will help explain why most people react like dopes. They are dopes, dope, all doped up. Love you, Neil. Keep up the great work. So depressing. I think I will take some Prozac and numb my brain like everybody else. Prozac. Pete from Boca. Prozac. I'd take a call or two if there are. Oh, there might be one. QAM, hello. We were once a purple feces. All of you out there... We're also purple feces. Thank you, Madam Chairman. Oh. Isn't that sad? It is. I mean, it's just, there's no words to describe it. Taking a, a, an old, old bit, not even a bit. Everybody... Whose for abortion yeah, at was at one time themselves a feces. So, and that includes all of you out there. You were once a feces. So we thank you, Mr. President, and now dinner will be served. Oh, wow.
biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. I dumped the bitch right now. Tonight, it's a new Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader. Tonight on Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, the mother of all contestants. Our family has the same ups and downs as any other, the same challenges and the same joys. Sometimes even the greatest joys bring challenge. The first ever westbound Pony Express delivery started in Missouri and ended in what U.S. state? The great state of Alaska. Not smarter than a fifth grader. Which of the following is a country in Africa? Albania, Argentina, Algeria. Canada, Mexico, and then, yeah, that trip that was a trip of a lifetime. And we've got to keep an eye on Russia. Not smarter than a fifth grader. They're our next door neighbors. And you can actually see Russia from land here in Alaska. I am so sorry. Not smarter than a fifth grader. You know, that last email that I read, it's true. People ought to be like uh, just throwing things out the window and just uh, going crazy over what's going on. But nevertheless, oh, no, whatever whatever the media uh, tells them is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, well, she's just wonderful. The S&P is down 31 and a half points. Even though the uh, Senate overwhelmingly, 74 to 25, passed their version of the bailout bill last night. Even though Dow is down 255, George. And oh the Nasdaq is down 59. And the S&P, I'm sure, is down 31 and a half points. The S&P is down, Neil. The S&P, where's that a-hole? Yeah. He probably killed himself. And you know what? Thank you God. Hope. Overpopulation, man. That's the biggest problem in the world today. Too many uh, babies crawling around. Oh, but it's a little deformed baby. She's got a baby. Oh, she's had so many babies. That's because she's busy screwing her brains out all the time. Sarah. Hey, Sarah, you Farah. So this guy who sent us the uh, Barry Jackass, he sends it again, the picture. I don't want to see Barry Jackass, Pally. He says, what's the story with Fat Hank? I saw him doing his ESPN broadcast from a new location. It looks like he's doing it from a slum. I guess he had to move to a trailer park now now that he no longer has any income from radio. Or maybe he just made a bad bet on a horse. He should have swallowed his pride, accepted a pay cut, or at least he could have maintained some of his lifestyle. In my opinion, his radio show was unlistenable anyway. So what are you talking about him then for, huh? See what I mean about these negatory people? Hate. Why even bring up the comment if you didn't? And why were you watching him if you don't like him? I'm going to see him on Saturday. And I'm going to snitch on this guy. I'm going to say this guy's an a-hole, ripping you a fat ass. Oh, I'm sorry. How did he look uh, yesterday? You seen uh, fine, number? same as usual, same as always. Not as fat though. Uh, yeah. As fat? I thought when I saw him on uh, one of the races last time, he had lost. You know, I, I didn't. I didn't lift him. I didn't pick him up. So I, I didn't know. ask you if you lift them. Can't you give just a civilized answer? Do you always have to be a smart ass? Huh? Yes. I think I think some of these emailers that are ripping you an ass, because uh-huh. they're ripping me too, but I think they have a point. I think we're both nasty and you know, rotten. You know, when uh, people are fat like you, Chris, Hank, you me? know, 20, 30 pounds, you know, I can't tell the difference. Well, what does that mean? He didn't look any different from the well, last time. What about time Zach? What about Zach? Does he look any better than he did last time I seen he, his fat He's actually ass? lost some weight, yeah. Because he's lost, like, a ton. So now he only weighs two ton? Right, he only has one extra chin now. I see. Gotta, gotta move up and not down. He, he was doing that the ludicrous crap again this mm-hmm. morning. He's killing that Joe Rose show. Zach. 
He thinks that because Mo is long gone that he's got a free pass now, he's got a free ride. And because he's servicing Clarence on the weekends, he thinks that he's got a free ride. Got a real surprise for you. Better watch your back, Zach. There's a lot of fat producers, you know. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, <laughs> Fat Chris, if Fat Chris uh, volunteers to do morning show and our show. Huh? Imagine all the extra cash you'd make. Oh yeah. No. No. You don't want to do the Joe Rose show. No. You don't want to be the one who calls uh, what's his name Jerk Jerk Street on the phone and puts him on the air. No. You get you get to schmooze and lose with Jerk Jerk Street. That's okay. Here's Adam, who's chronic, who says. What do you think of these talking heads saying that Biden will have to watch out and be careful that he doesn't get too mean with Palin and disenfranchise female voters? I think that's a big load of Schmidt, and Biden ought to stand up there and tell Palin to her face that she's a health-hating Nazi bitch who has no business being that close to the leader of the flea world. Also, don't forget to switch over to the Canadian leaders' debate. No thanks, I don't need any help to sleep. And watch that frog Dion parlay his way down to Schmitter. For once, I'm really excited, though, to see the Green Party candidate is finally being allowed to get in the debate. Whoopie-doo. Green Party, my ass. Oh, and by the way, for our friend uh, Jane in Deerfield, I'm still using body wash in the plastic bottles. Oh, you bastard. I'm not recycling, okay? And the uh, the thought of using a bar of soap to take a shower with, just the thought of it now is so nauseating to me, I want to vomit just from thinking about it. Neil, if you're having trouble schmitting a big giant spear of asparagus stick in your tochus, it says. Keep what you're doing. You're the best thing to happen to radio in the last hundred years, says Adam. Thanks, Adam. And as far as the asparagus is concerned, Rectum. makes your pee smell bad. I do like asparagus, though. Yeah. You don't? I do. Asparagi? See. Si. When it comes to eating at Chinese buffets, normal weight diners have much different approach from those of obese patrons. Customers who aren't heavy are more likely to browse the buffet before serving themselves, use chopsticks instead of forks, and sit with their backs to the food, a study by Cornell University's Food and Brand Lab shows. Researchers had 22 trained observers watch 213 patrons at 11 all-you-can-eat buffets at Chinese restaurants around the country, um, and that's what they found. 71% of normal-weight diners browse the food offerings before serving themselves versus 33% of obese patrons. Yeah, the, the, the not-fat people, they take their time and they look around. Maybe, oh, maybe I'll have a little bit of this. Maybe, you know, the fat people, we just dive in there, man. If it's edible, uh, we just pile it on the plate. Anytime you go to a buffet, you see, I mean, you know, a bunch of normal weight people, but then you also see a bunch of really big, big, huge porky people. Disgusting. 27% of normal weight people chose seats facing the buffet versus 42% of obese diners. 38% of normal weight patrons sat at a booth rather than a table compared with 16% of heavy diners. And 24% of normal weight people use chopsticks. Only 9% of heavy patrons did. I, I don't use chopsticks because I don't know how to use them. I don't, I don't, I don't want to. Do you use chopsticks? Yes. You do? Yes. A-hole. I what? What about you, Chris? Do you use chopsticks? Uh, sometimes I'm just not very good at them. So. Overweight people sat an average of 16 feet closer to the buffet <laughs> than normal weight people. I love that. That's funny. Normal weight people chewed each bite an average of 15 times compared with 12 times for obese people. Start counting the times that you chew it. Wow. Anything that made the food more convenient to eat tended to be things that obese people did. They sat closer to the buffet, used a fork instead of chopsticks, and chewed fewer times. Many of these patterns of behavior could lead to overeating without them even realizing it. Colin Payne, Papers co-author and assistant professor of marketing at New Mexico State University, Las Cruces, says the take-home messages from the buffet study can apply to other environments. Thinking about what you're going to eat before you scoop it on your plate and taking the time to chew your food thoroughly may help you control your weight, he said. 
It's like nuking your ice cream, man. I think I think that's very commendable on my part. It takes takes that extra eighty five seconds to nuke in my pint of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, Hagen Does came out with a new Mayan chocolate flavor. Urine? No, not urine. Mayan. Oh, Mayan and urine. Mayan chocolate. It's pretty damn good. It's unusual. It's got like some swirls of uh, mung in it. Some strain. It's pretty good. Different. It's different. Because if it was just regular chocolate, I'd say, yeah, I'll pass. Neil, Sarah Palin is qualified to oversee foreign affairs because she can see Russia from her house. Well, I can see the moon from my house. Does that mean I'm qualified to work for NASA? Excellent. Good point, Peter. Yes. Sign him up. He can see the moon from his house. George says, this is from George Rodriguez. Oh, what do I, I say? I really think that was Chris emailing you. He looks like he's going to cry. Keep calling him fat. I'm sick of working with him anyway. <laughs> he sweats a lot and smells really bad. And now it's time for our long-distance dedication. It's from Hank Goldberg, and he writes, Please play The Air That I Breathe. And dedicate it to my Kim Bassinger blow-up doll. Hailing four from Alaska. Hailing four from Alaska. Four from Alaska. Married to an Eskimo. Four from Alaska. A hockey mopping boat. Sarah stumbled through some colleges after leaving Idaho. She met a guy named Todd a drunken Eskimo. She modeled in her bathing suit in a local beauty show. Then she got a gig in the media broadcasting for sport holes. She ran to be the mayor in a town of 52. Then became the governor of a state where the girls are few. She kept the money for the earmarks that she got approved. And Sarah named her children Trick and Track and Diggity Doo. Where the bathtubs are filling up with crank in Wasilla. Four from Alaska, married to an Eskimo. Four from Alaska, a hockey mom bimbo. 1243 nice. and 560. I love that. Isn't that great? That was wonderful. I give that 85 stars on a scale of five. That's how good that is. Unctuous Quisling is back again. Not much action on those emails, I'll tell you that. Got a call here, though. QAM, hello. Hi, uh, got a jingle for Neil. Hi, Leah jingle. Hi, Leah Palin jingle. How's that? A what? A hi, Leah Palin jingle. Yeah. And sorry about what is it? I'm sorry. Chris, huh? You ought to be. Oh my God! Anyway, Unctuous Quisling says the the printing in Outlook Express is controlled through Internet Explorer. Oh my God! Internet Explorer, that thing is still around. You can't get rid of it. I'd like to. Me too. If you would like your emails to automatically print in a larger font or set margins so they don't get cut off. You need to change the setting in Internet Explorer. I can send you more detailed instructions if you'd like. I've done that change the setting of the uh, margins 8 million times. It doesn't do squat. The right-hand margin, it just still wants to chop off. Not when I print articles out. 
But when I print emails out, we'll uh, play with it Monday morning if you remember. We'll play what? with your we'll play with your margins on uh, Monday morning if you want. Oh my God! Are you starting with that stock talk again? Look what it did for Rick Riley. The fair value is that really bad, like that. What an idiot he is, you know. <clears throat> I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not going to knock him, but he's an idiot. But then again, he was in this business, so you can't, you know, you can't knock too much. Two hundred and sixty-five points on the downside for the Dow. Aren't you depressed? Oh, what are we going to do? The sky is falling. My bank is going bust. My money. Three hundred and sixty-four votes in the pool, not including drugs or alcohol offenses. I break the law most often by speeding. One hundred fifty-seven. I bet you do. Here, there's like one percent of the population that speeds, two percent that go the right speed, and ninety-seven percent go too slow. Huh. Oh, just enough to frost your ass. Speeding 159. I never break any laws 53. Yeah, likely story. Not wearing a seatbelt 51. Downloading music or audio illegally 34. Cheating on taxes 17. Not picking up doggy poopy 16. Having sex in public 13, like out on the street corner. Running red lights 6. Littering 6. Buggery 5. Carrying a weapon illegally, four, and smoking in non-smoking areas, only two out of 366. What's our goal for this stupid-ass poll today, 450? Okay, yeah. What did we do on the first one? Oh, we did over 1,000, 1,012, I believe. Actually, we got to uh, 1021. Woo! 1021. So we've got damn near 1,400 now. Our goal for the day is 1,500 for the day. That would be a real barn burner, in spite of your very weak response on the email. Very weak. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Today I called my Republican mother, who's really sweet, but still a Republican. I said, Mom, what do you think about McCain's plan to invest all the Social Security in the stock market? You think he'd be doing well right now? And I, I got to hang up. Really? Yeah. Well, here's another one. Well, I mean, he, you know, he's getting used to that sound. How do you like that? Mom hung mm -hmm. up on him. Nasty, hateful old bitch. Let's face it, she don't want to vote for some Schwarzer. That's what it's all about. That, that, that's the bottom line with so many people. Yep. yep. He'd be 60 points ahead right now with all the stuff that's gone on and the way McCain made a jackass of himself last night with a bailout rescue and rushing back and suspending his campaign, which was a lie in the first place. And then, you know, canceling on Letterman and saying that he had to go back to Washington to, to be the one to help bail it out. And then putting out an announcement uh, congratulating himself for uh, getting the bailout passed on the day that it got defeated. A total jackass he made of himself, not to mention the Sarah factor. Republican vice presidential candidate Sarah Palin had difficulty naming a specific Supreme Court case she disagreed with beside Roe v. Wade. And a long way to clip CBS News aired Wednesday night. I mean, every clip they show of her is so embarrassing, and, and they can't be making it up. You know, it's actually her. It's not Tina Fey. Right. It's her. The comments first reported by Politico came in an interview with CBS News anchor Katie Couric, taped last week. Well, let's see. There's, of course, in the great history of American rulings, there have been rulings that's never going to be absolute consensus by every American, Palin said. And there are those issues, again, like Roe v. Wade, where I believe are being held on a state level and addressed there. So, you know, going through the history of America, there would be others, but can you think of any, Cork interjected? Well, I could think of, of any, again, that could be best dealt with on a more local level. Maybe I would take issue with, Palin responded. But, you know, as mayor, then as governor, and even as vice president, if I'm so privileged to serve, wouldn't be in a position of changing those things, but in supporting the law of the land as it reads today. 
Ba, ba, ba. She's like Al Kelly. She's a double talker. Remember Al Kelly? Yep. yep. Palin's comments came in the same interview during which he gave a widely panned answer on the economic bailout bill and had trouble describing John McCain's record on regulation of the financial industry. When Couric posed the same question to Joe Biden, he said he disagreed with the ruling that invalidated a portion of the Violence Against Women Act. He is going to make mincemeat of her tonight. And this business about, well, he's got to be careful not to come across as being sexist and putting her down because she's a woman, you know, baloney. The gender isn't supposed to make any difference. That's the whole point. That's the whole thing. Whether she's male, female, or whatever, she's supposed to be one thing. And you know what that is? Qualified. Which she is eminently unqualified. And, of course, that means that her mentor, John McCain, who barely even know, knew her before he got, come up, before his aides came up with her name. I mean, a stunt, a gimmick. Oh, he always puts the American people first right. It's strictly his political ass that he puts first. Rectum. And believe me, I'm sure I don't want to see that, and neither do any of you. You want to see his political ass? Oh, no, thank you. Oh, my God, what a thought. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. What are you so angry about, sir? Huh? Meaning, meaning what? Hey, Neil, we've been listening, waiting for two weeks to hear from the quarter slack, and you hung up on him. What's that all about? You Hi, were Neil? waiting for two weeks? Yeah. We what, were what are, you his, are you his boyfriend or his handler? Are you his handler? You hung up on him. Yeah, right. Well, what's the deal with that? What's the deal? Well, we don't want to talk to him. That's the deal. Well, he's a, he's he, he's a jerk. Well. He's a jerk, just like you are. Well, come on, Neil. That's not very nice. Uh, listen, it, it's not very nice to be a jerk, but that's what you are. Anybody who's calling up to give me a song and a dance about why I won't talk to the quarter schlock guy, his boyfriend? Get yourself a new boyfriend, man, somebody that's got a little bit of sanity. Get, uh, get up to the 50-cent schlock guy. We don't want to push you all the way up to the dollars yet. Don't you think that's about his level, of 50-cent schlock guy? Yeah. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. This whole uh, couple of things, this whole uh, bailout that they're trying to do, I was listening to a show, guy who's kind of a little bit dry, but he went through the whole history of the Great Depression, and he was talking about how Hoover, Herbert Hoover, and it was kind of another real estate bubble that led to that, he was going to try and do the exact same thing back then, was give the money to the banks, let them figure it out. And uh, Roosevelt came in and totally flipped that, gave the money to the people, and that's what actually stopped the Great Depression, and here we are following, you know, history the wrong way. You know, it's it's that whole saying that they say, if you uh, forget the past, you're doomed to repeat it. Uh, we did that with Vietnam, and here we are in, in Iraq. You know, it's amazing how we just keep putting our foot in it. And uh, I, I, I think... Them. <laughs> exactly. And uh, you know how they try to scare you and say that if Obama wins, you know, he's going to be the first black guy, it's going to be a dangerous thing for him. I think McCain's more in danger. Imagine if he wins. He's got these Palin fanatics. Oh, yeah, Sarah's up. a hell of a good shot. She's a better shot than Cheney. Oh, yeah, exactly. And you've got these people that kill, kill abortion doctors. They blow up the uh, this, like, McVeigh. They, you know, these are Christian terrorists here that they do anything to put her in the presidency, including taking out McCain. So I think he's more in danger than, than Obama would be. What do you think? I think we're all in grave danger is what I think. <laughs> Crawl out of the bed. We'll let you know when it's safe to come out. See ya. Good luck. How do you like that? McCain's in grave danger. He's going to croak pretty soon anyway. He looks like death on two legs. <laughs> 384 votes. What do we need for 1,500 for the day? Come on, Chris. Put your, uh, quit sending me those stupid emails. Oh, I apologize. Then put your thinking crap cap on. There's nothing in the thing, by the way. There's no emails. We got three. What did you say? We had 10 what? 1021. 
And 384, I'll do it. You're slow. Oh, 1405. We need 95 votes in the next hour and seven minutes. We can do that. We need 95 votes to give us 1,500 on the day, which would be a spectacular total. I bet you that they'd be eating their hearts out over there. Ken Charles probably be killing little babies over there at Cheap Channel. Wouldn't surprise me the least bit. Look what they did to poor Footy. God, my good, close, personal friend, Footy. Just because he sucked on the air and he had no numbers, I mean, is that a good reason to fire somebody? Times are tough. People can't afford to be losing their jobs. In today's economy. That's right. In today's economy, guys, just because their show sucks and they got no ratings, can't afford to be put out on the street. Especially a goofy old guy like Footy. Looks like he he looks at least a day over 125. He looks bad with that red nose and that red puss. Too bad you can't check out his website anymore. I guess you still can. It's probably still on there somewhere. His head is red as a beet. WQAM, hello. Oye, maricón, la gran. QAM, hello. Deal. Yes, sir. Well, um, I'm calling because I was thinking right now, whatever happened to that guy that was a co-host with with Kimbo Camper? Kenny Walker? Right, right. Is he, is he still doing He's on the job? coast. Oh, okay, on the coast. Because he's, re- was... he's reading he's reading 3x5 card liners on the coast. Wow, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. I was just thinking because he used to do the uh, Dolphin games. He used to be like the announcer on the... Uh... He is. He's the PA announcer at the Dolphin Stadium. That's correct. Wow, so he's still doing that, huh? He still sucks. Amazing. Hey, hey, Neil. Um, I mean, the Dolphins. Hopefully, they'll win this week. I mean, you know, they're the sleeper team. No, you know, no chance. The team. No. All right, you'll see. You'll see. Okay, I'll see. You'll see. See, that's the one thing about the Dolphin fans is that uh, the, you know they always come up with this crap. Now, the Patriot game, they all said they were going to lose, just like I said, because nobody in their right mind thought that the Patriots could possibly be that bad, but they were. I mean, how many how many times can you run the same trick play 30, in the man. same game and have it work? But you know, Belichick was taking a nap, and Matt Castle, why he looks pretty good. He's a he's a grade school. He's a first grader quarterback. What I do with those pictures of him? Oh, don't tell I, I Schmidt canned him. Oh no, not those naked pictures where he had that thing hanging out. Now they're gone. I, I lost my naked pictures of Matt Castle. Oh no. Yeah, somebody. Well, I gotta go home now. I gotta go. I gotta go. Uh, oh my God! And I threw the garbage out. The maid came yesterday, and she threw all the garbage out. So I gotta go retrieve. I gotta go down to the dumpster downstairs in the bowels of the building and retrieve the garbage bag. <laughs> oh, you're so sick. Yeah, and that's why you're listening. That's right, because I'm sick. If I was just a boring guy like Footy, I'd be out on the beach right now. I'd be over down on Lake Ontario. Spare some change, Mister. How's it going, eh, boy? Those leaves really suck, eh? The biggest names, the best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names, the best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I am Boris Badenov. Since Felix Leader has won, Natasha and I no longer have to look for a moose and squirrel. Instead, we listen to the Neil Rogers Ferrell and Balance 1 to 2 hour. <laughs> After blinklessly heated staring negotiations between Russia and incoherent vice presidential nominee Sarah Palin, Russia's top operatives have been reactivated. Natasha. Oh, there you are, darling. Fearless leader says we are being spied on by Governor Mir from Alaska. Darling, that's not hard. Perhaps, but we don't like being stared at. She looks from a window on the island. Don't worry, darling. Worry? 
She is about to take Washington. Anybody can take Washington. <laughs> yes, but I have a plan. And that is? Allow me to introduce exploding snowshoes. What do we do next? We hire Booth and Square as lobbyists to give snowshoes to Governor Milf as gift. <laughs> but precisely how the snowshoes work, I must figure out. You will. Perhaps if I put them on like this... Will the villains follow through with their plan? Stay tuned to our next episode, Sarah Through the Looking Glass, or Alaska Palin and the Kingdom of the Crystal Nest. I've got another email from Fat Chris. Oh, boy, he's chronic. Neilan and George, I'm glad the two of you find this amusing. Let's see how bad you feel when I jump out the window. I'm sorry if I smell, George, but when you're as fat as me, it's impossible to wash every orifice. I think that salami I stuffed in my shorts also doesn't help. Please stop making fun of me or I quit. Says Fat Chris. I got a, uh, a wiener here. All right, so I'm out of here later. Schneider's wiener I just nuked. It's okay. What are you guys having in there for lunch today? Nothing. Why is that? Because we don't have lunch here anymore. Let's see. Why is the big O on twice a day? He sucks. Thanks, Joe Bell. Big fat sports loser, it says here. With a phone number. Not a name. Kenny Gramer is back. Hot dogs outside Philadelphia baseball stadium cause bomb scare. Well, I got to print that out. Don't you think? All right. Well, I never realized that all the old IOD people are such big groupies. Did you? Yes. You did? Sure. Even Andy Kelb, the fake Andy Kelb. The fake one, yeah, not the real one. No. Where did he wind up? Didn't He's he like the president of... of ABC News making uh, a lot of money and uh, in charge of a lot of people. He's wearing what? expensive suits, driving expensive cars. He's like in charge of the like ABC Radio, the, either the news department or uh, or just ABC Radio. You period. have to be kidding me. He uh, he works on top of skyscrapers in a big fancy that office. That little suckhole, Andy yeah, uh, Kelb. I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. Oh, here's one. It says that this video made me laugh. You ought to watch it. Clip of Wasilla Commission meeting. Okay, well, thanks, but I'm not going to watch it. Oh, there's some really bizarre stuff coming here. Bizarre. Oh, my God. And let's see what this one is. I'm so tired of hearing about this controversy. To all you right-wing, Bible-thumping idiots, Roe v. Wade is legal. Get over it, it says. From somebody called the king of wishful, wishful thinking. Okay, let's see what we got. After, a, Can I finish my wiener first or what? Well, you can do both at the same time. I can't talk with my mouth. Sure you can. You've done Very it before. Rude. Joe Bell will send you another email. How come I crossed... Oh, I didn't do it. I thought I crossed out the first break already in this hour. I got stuff to do, man. I got to take that damn Pontiac into the dealer to have that thing fixed. At 2 o'clock. And I hate driving that car. Even in it, really? even in pristine shape, I just don't like it. It looks kind of cramped. I haven't been on the inside of one, but no, I'm not talking about the size of it. I, I don't have a problem with that. I'm not that fat, like Fat Chris there. But I just, I just, I don't know. Just it's, it's a four cylinder, first of all. Shouldn't that tell you something? It's a uh -huh. pig. I don't like it. I mean, if I didn't have the vet here, then I wouldn't mind it. You know, It'd be a novelty. But I got to take it, even though I don't want to. After a bomb scare at the Philadelphia Phillies ballpark, authorities pointed the finger at a fuzzy green suspect, the Philly fanatic. 
Hours before the Phillies-Atlanta Braves game last night, a film crew shot a commercial of the mascot. Smooth. What does it say? Something heavily wrapped hot dogs from a launcher. Oh, shooting heavily wrapped hot dogs. But someone inadvertently left three of the duct-taped hot dogs outside the ballpark, sparking security fears. <laughs> oh, stadium employees were evacuated, and the bomb squad was called in. See, this fits right in with my lunch. See how life works? Right. That's my last wiener, too. Only after the packages were blown up. What? Did authorities realize they just exploded some sausages? <laughs> we saw something that looked suspicious, said Michael Stiles, Philly Senior Vice President, Administration of Operations. We did the right thing and turned out to be nothing. We could have gone over and picked it up and thrown it in the trash and been done with it, but if we had been wrong, somebody might have lost an arm or a leg, and then that bitch would have come along and taken the arm or leg home. After the detonation, the game went on a schedule. I'd rather blow up some hot dogs or some ketchup and mustard and relish than have it be a real bomb, really for... Uh, something Durbin. What's his name? Sid. Better Edgar Bergen. Sorry. Something Durbin. Well, I thought maybe a fat Chris would know, but... Durbin? No idea. Dick Durbin? From Who? Illinois? Bob B. says, how do you attack a buffet? Remember that? Uh-huh. Neil, how do you attack the buffet at the Emerald Coast, Neil? How do you attack the... Oh. What, what are these people trying to tell us? I have no life. Oh, my God. How do you attack the buffet? Listening to some of my old CDs, Bob says this weekend, I thought of a poll subject that may or may not be of your liking. Who's your favorite, and not to who do you think is the best, who's your favorite guitarist of all time? Short list of mine in no particular order, says Bob B. Short list, Dwayne Allman, Jeff Beck, Eric Clapton, Al Demiola, Eric Johnson, Jimmy Page, David Gilmore, no relation to Doug Gilmore, Pink Floyd, David Gilmore, Neil Sean from Journey, Mark Farner from Grand Funk, Joe Satriani, Steve Vai, v Vaismir, V-A-I. Stevie Vai. Vai. Bye-bye, Stevie Vai. Bye-bye, Stevie Vai. Oh, I can hear that. Frank Zappa, Dweezil Zappa. I'm sure your listeners have their favorites to add. You like that? Greatest guitarist of all time? Yeah, why not? We haven't done that. What about that uh, Latin American guitarist, Andre Segovia? Okay. No. Whatever. Andre Segovia, back in the day, was considered to be the greatest guitarist of all time. What about Les Paul? With okay. or without Mary there Ford, you go. huh? There you go. Via con Dios. Remember that? No. Way before your time. Les Paul was the one who invented that, um, the, what, what do they call The it? electric guitar. The electric pickup. But also the, um, where they do the double tracks. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Multiple no. tracks? He did? Like the carpenters used to do. Like everybody does. Oh, look at this. Bro, can you lend me 15 large to sign up for the Columbia School of Broadcasting? Word is, WKBW is looking for some voiceover talent. And it's got a picture of Footy. Footsie. Footsie with that red puss. Red as a beat. Not embarrassing? Quite. And here's some clown holding up a, 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 a poster that he made. It's got Bush and McCain, and they're holding up a sign that says, Bush equals McCain, more the same. And this goofball is standing there by the 826 by the Palmetto. Somebody taking a picture. Isn't that great? Yep. 
Oh, thanks for the memories. That's all that's in our uh, in my thing there. And we got 52 minutes to kill. That's pretty weak, pretty lame, if you ask me, for a Thursday. I could understand, you know, the Jew holidays are over for crying out loud until we get to Yom Kippur. When's Yom Kippur? The 8th? The 7th? He's looking. 8th. On sundown. Next Wednesday. Next, what? Sundown next Wednesday? Yes. So Yom Kippur is almost a week away for crying out loud. And that's an excuse. Even the Goyim are Jewish on the Jew holidays. Neil at neilrogers.com, waiting for your perspicacious observations. we got that big, great debate tonight, Biden and Palin, Palin and Biden. I guess maybe they're just biding their time, you think? WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. This is Ben Kocamper's mother. Please stop making fun of him because he looks like Beaker, the Muppet Babies. He also has... WQAM, hello. Not there. WQAM, hello. Now, speak it in English, okay? Speak it in English, banana boat boy. Get lost. Call up uh, Radio Mambi and start hawking a Chinook. How are we doing on the poll? Four oh five six. Four oh five. Four oh six. Yeah. Pick up six. Four oh six. Ten twenty one. And four oh six is fourteen twenty seven. Correct. We still need seventy three votes for fifteen hundred. Not going to happen. In fifty minutes, not a chance. And you want to know why? And that's why? because the emails because the emails are like dropped off to nothing. Maybe we ought to spin some wax. Everybody, two a.m. Hello, Neil. How are you today? Good, great. Uh, I do miss the phone calls, but not that much. It was, I had an idea. I'm one of the fans of some of the old bits, and I know you can't play them. I mean, that's that's about obvious. But is it possible for Book of Brian maybe to get a flash of an idea to put pieces of the old bits? This is kind of like a reminder of some of me. Like I was listening to one of your old CDs the other day, like a bagpipe. If you just came up with like a word like velvet, you know, we would all be remembered of the good times. No. <clears throat> uh, I'm desperate. That's all, that's all I got to go for. Uh, I really miss the old bits. I think it really made a lot of your show. And well, well, we can't play them like you just said. I know, but just little reminders, like little tidbits of them. What do you mean little reminders? I'll, I'll tell you what. Here we go. I don't need uh, Chicken Act to do that. I can do that. Hi there, boys and girls. Okay, there's playing bagpipes. Here's Sofa King. Here's a little of that. Listen to me. This is Stan Beinstein for Sofa King. Yeah? There you go. What What else? Um, Prison Bitch. You were playing that this morning when we were trying to communicate. Right. Was this long? They say our love is taboo. But that's it. What else? What else can't we play? Oh, you really want me to do this? What's that? I M&M have a one? folder. What's the M M&M and M one? Oh, my, oh, my anus. anus. Yeah. No, not Uranus, my anus. Urine? My anus! That's it. Here, I have a forbidden folder here. Let me uh, let me try this out. If you love Chia Tree and the assorted Chia no, animals... That. Yeah? yeah? Right? No way. What else? Well, here's this one. We can't say the titles of some of these things. That's right. I woke up this morning... That's it. So we can play that. I mean, it's just silly. Bring back sure. the, me- the memories of the stuff that we can't play anymore? What is that? Let's sit around. Well, well we can't play this anymore. Hey. Hey. Sounds like fun to me. Hold on. 
Sports Leader. The biggest names, the best talent. It's the big dog, Joe Rose. Weekday morning, 7 to 10. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. Water's pot's not good, it's great. about 